Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. This is an earlier episode of uh, earlier in the week. Yeah. This is the 20th, soon to be the 21st. We forgot that uh, Thanksgiving was this week. Exactly. Yeah. Thanksgiving is Thursday. We figured like, yeah, we could have recorded it Wednesday, but it would have been released on Thanksgiving. And that would have been kind of, I don't know. You know, we don't, we want you guys to, we want to get as many people to listen to this podcast. Yes, exactly. And uh, I mean, I don't know what the people in the Czech Republic are doing on Thursday. That's a good point. Yeah. But I know what they'll be doing on Tuesday. Right. Listening to Wyatt's Ghost. (laughs) Because so the this episode now we were like, will there be enough topics? We usually like doing these shows in the middle of the week. Yeah, yeah, because a lot happens in the beginning of the week, yeah. and but a lot of fun, fun. I don't even call it fun. Maybe a lot of funny stuff happened. Air. Sometimes there's some good stuff that happens after like we record. We're like, oh, damn that's it. true. Yeah. So like. I think the next day it was revealed like George Santos was not seeking re-election. It wasn't. We didn't talk about that last week, right? I think we're no, talking, but we didn't talk about. Yeah, that didn't happen yet. No, because they were going to uh, release his ethics report later on in the week. We we didn't know about it yet. Right. So that'll be one of the things we're talking about. So, what are we got? You know, that's why we're doing it. We're able to. We were either going to like skip the week, but we're like, oh, there's a lot of good stuff here. So, what are we talking about, Joseph? All right. So, we're going to talk about the new Godzilla show, which is what? on Apple TV. What, it's called. It's not called Godzilla. Yes, it's called um, Thirty Godzilla. No, it's called uh, um, uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Is that the name of it? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and um, so they they released two episodes. We watched both of those. We're going to talk about For All Mankind, which is the uh, the second episode of that, which is also on Apple TV. Season four. Yep. Yep. We're going to talk about uh, George Santos uh, deciding not to run for re-election. We'll, we'll talk about why. <laughs> yep. We're going to talk about um, the January 6th uh tapes got released uh, in a really shitty Mike Johnson way. Johnson released them, right? Yeah. He he scrubbed them of any timestamps and released them. Uh and um and uh that's timestamps. Yeah, released the timestamps. Um then we're gonna talk about uh Trump who years after the steel dossier is still talking about um <laughs> uh, uh golden showers uh which is I went my whole life without talking about golden showers, but Trump talks a lot about golden showers. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, then we're talking about the recent election in Argentina, which is uh, a screwy one. I mean, it's a, we'll talk about that in a broad sense. Uh, and then uh, the last two things we're talk, talking about are a plan to give vouchers to uh, to students in Texas got defeated. Yep. by a coalition of basically Democrats and rural Republicans. Uh, and then um, we're going to talk about Twitter losing a bunch of advertisers because Elon uh, Musk tweets anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. He he, he, comment, he 
likes and responds to actual Nazis. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. He he consistently responds to and interacts with super shitty people, but also every once in a while he does with straight up like really virulent racist, you know, hate people. And uh, then then and then. I mean, we'll talk about this later, but then it's like Linda yeah. Yaka Yaka Silva. Yeah. Yaka Yaka Yep. She comes on and says, like, we're Peroni. a gay we're <laughs> <Beef -a> <laughs> We're so aghast that uh you would that that you would accuse us of anti-Semitism. We're not anti-Semitic at all. While Elon Musk is like retweeting anti-Semites everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's really bizarre. Uh, anyway, so that, that's that's what we got on tap uh for tonight and um but you you were going to talk a little bit about now you watched and i didn't you were going to talk about blue beetle uh just for a second you saw that uh just a second blue beetle done let's move on damn next all right so, so <laughs> you gave me a second and I'm, I'm amazed i was even able to say blue beetle in a second <laughs> um did you you liked it though right blue beetle yeah i liked it i mean like you know it did okay it got pretty decent reviews I mean, it came out in like August. August can be an odd month where people are kind of like you have to like come out with something like I feel like you have to come out with something super fresh for people to come out to see a movie in August. And you know, this yeah. movie looked good, but it didn't look it didn't look like anything we haven't seen before. Like if this movie came out and there wasn't like thirty other superhero movies, this movie would be like I think people it would have been like people would have been like holy shit, you know? Yeah. Like he looked cool, the the fam, the, the character looked cool. The the villains were okay. Um, the family dynamic is good. The characters, I like it. It kind of uh, spoilers. There's some similarities between this and um, Ant Man. Ant Man, where you meet Scott Lang, but you find out there was a character that existed before who was Ant Man, yeah. Hank Pym. They decided to go like make him like an older person. Who was Ant Man operating as Ant Man back in like the '60s through the '80s, and uh, this this uh, kind of similar where you find out that Ted Cord was Blue Beetle, and uh, but he didn't have. There's a scarab, which this Blue Beetle didn't have, but he gets it. Yeah, getting all kinds of crazy powers. They don't really know. I think it, they say it comes from space or some shit. Kind of remind. Remember the Giver? Did you ever see the Giver? It was an anime. Yeah, yeah. they made like some <clears throat> yeah, movie. I did. They made some movie, like actual live action movies, and they were like okay. Um, remember Mark Hamill was in the first one. He was just like a side character. Uh, yeah. It kind of reminded me of Giver, but there. I mean, the people who who designed the costume, even because this version of Blue Beetle came out in like two thousand seven in DC Comics. And he was like a legacy character also because there was a Blue Beetle called right. Bruce Ted Cord. Uh, his character gets killed right before this big storyline called Infinite Crisis. And so, so during Infinite Crisis, they introduced the new Blue Beetle and it was like very different. So you, right. could, you could tell like they had ideas of like trying to get a show or movie off. They've been working on this for years. Now, um, did they also, uh, well, who played Sergeant Snorkel? Oh, he, or, <laughs> that was dude. Sergeant Snorkel was so good. He was played by Shmoo. Perfect. No, uh, I, okay. So it's uh, 
I saw the first 20 minutes of this uh, show and I liked it a movie. lot. The movie. Um, movie and uh, I, I only stopped watching it because I had something else I had to do. But I thought it was really That's good. That's the problem. I know it's not the movie. <laughs> well, I, my, my wife told me I had something uh, else to do. Um, but, oh, uh, dear. I, I thought Stay it was down. really I'm good. I'm Blue Beetle. Leave me alone. Go deal with it. Go the, put out the fire yourself. <laughs> the brief part I saw, uh, which was, like I said, the first 20 minutes or so, I, I think I stopped watching after he got fired and was trying to like finagle a job uh, back by texting that uh, woman. Um, yeah. and uh, it reminded me of Shazam, like the good parts of the first Shazam movie. Yeah, did you uh, see the second one? I, I liked it, I thought it was fine. The second one, yeah, I was, it was all right, it was okay. I, I wish they went with the worm as the villain, yeah, oh, yeah, brought in more of the fun elements instead of just doing generic gods. It was, yeah. like, it was okay. It was I thought like it was. I think I liked it more than most because I was anticipating something really bad because I had heard terrible things about it. Oh. Uh, and I thought it was fine. I, I liked it. I didn't I hear anything that was bad. It. I just heard like mediocre. Like it was like, it was like, <laughs> as the kids would say, mid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess maybe that is what I heard and I thought it was better than that. Yeah. Um, uh, and this Blue looks Beetle good. I'll watch Blue Beetle. I would say Blue Beetle is definitely like a, I'd give it like a B. Yeah, cool. It's, I mean, it, it's a good start. The villains are okay. There's like some interesting stuff to do with like, uh, like, like a Latino family's perspective on things and like, yeah. I mean, there's like some, there's some social stuff in there, of course. I'm sure the Chuds really hate that because you know those people are racist pieces of shits. And, uh, and the I idea did see anything that's not them is woke. What? Well, I did see on Twitter, uh, and I've tr been trying not to watch a, a ton of stuff about it, but I did see on Twitter a lot of people were complaining that it was woke. Oh and my god, it was so woke. One yeah. poor guy said he had just he had just gotten this is a real tweet. He had just gotten over Blue Beetle being traumatized by that when he woke up this morning and heard they were thinking about making Silver Surfer a woman. And he That is bait. They're not making Silver Surfer Woman. Someone, he, so, I saw that. Guy. He's, what? This guy that was so distraught. It I was mean, really funny. Silver Surfer and a chick. I don't give a fucking shit. Yeah, I mean, sorry. it's like, dude, it's a metal. It's yeah. a metal guy on a surfboard. You know, some shit doesn't translate the screen very well. Right. They already yeah. did the Silver Surfer. They had a more fantastic four. It looked kind of cool for back. I don't know, I think it came out in like 2007 or 8. I'm yeah, sure yeah. it doesn't hold up the effects. But that I think that was bait. I, or I think, you know what? I think what happened is a story leaked. There is a character called Frankie Ray. Her name's Frankie Ray, and she turns into a, another Herald of Galactus called Nova. And she has a similar appearance to Silver Surfer in that she's like gold, but she's kind of like on fire. Huh. And I guarantee you that information got out incorrectly. And was like female herald of Galactus. So some dumbass read that and said, right. "Oh my god, the Silver Surfer into a female." And it's like, no, you clearly this this is like uh, what they call it like a game of telephone where yeah, yeah, this misinformation got out. And of course, the one that would drive the dumbest people on oh, edge, man. like they're not gonna do that. And if they, and you know what, if they do. 
don't know. I don't care. Yeah, I, that like is not on my list of things to care about. Um, I, mean, I like the Silver Surfer. I have lots of I collected Silver Surfer comics when I was a kid and everything. Like that. But like, I I just think he's an odd. He's a hard character to like really make a compelling movie out of that character. Yeah, he's, like, he's so alien. Very, yeah. Like, I'd be hysterical. I love how people like they like that's the other thing too. Like they said Blue Beetle was woke. The character is Hispanic. The yeah. character's been around since 2007. Yeah, I didn't read too much about it. I mean I was thinking more of a Ted Cruz Hispanic. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know it was gonna be that kind. <laughs> yeah, right. That, uh but yeah, it's it like good. a funny line where George Lopez is like, Batman's a fascist. <laughs> God. Well, they're talking about Blue Beetle, the original one. Yeah. Gordon. He like his uncle talks about him, like he has all this respect for that character and everything. And then he said, Oh, so he was kind of like Batman. He's like, No, Batman's a fascist. <laughs> this movie, what's good about this movie is I think they already said that this guy who I forgot the guy's name, the one who played he was he's Miguel on Cobra Kai. Yeah, okay, yeah. The actor who plays Blue Beetle, that I think he is supposedly if they use Blue Beetle again or anything, it's gonna be that guy. They're gonna bring him in. Cool. Into the new DC universe. This movie is good in that it works. I'll say this. You could watch this movie as its own thing. They do reference the existence of the Flash. They say the Flash is in Central City. They say uh, Superman's in Metropolis. But it doesn't... You're not forced into any, like, bullshit Zack Schneider story that didn't go anywhere. Gotcha, yeah. It kind of can... It can exist on its own. It acknowledges that the... We're in the DC universe, and there's these other active superheroes in this world. But you're not, it doesn't constrain the story. And that they can, even though this was not technically part of the James Gunn DC universe, Mm -hmm. it can still, it can kind of just float, get grandfathered in. Like, yeah, that makes sense. It kind of like, it doesn't like, Anyways, it, it doesn't lock into any other stories. I, I, I like that. I like sometimes that's all you need. It's just say like, oh yeah, you mean like how the Flash is in Central City? Cool. Yeah. You don't honestly, have to yeah. go on like, oh, you mean like Flash when he was played by that guy who got arrested a bunch of times in Hawaii? <laughs> I don't know why they would say that. In the movie. Yeah. No, but I, I agree. I like I like the context of it being in that world, but without like. A lot of the baggage, or it like be, yeah. it could be at it, it doesn't even matter. You could put it into any DC universe. Like if they reboot the DC universe seventeen times, this movie would still fit in some way into right. whatever iteration of DC universe they did. I think they did it in a smart way, and honestly, it's probably how they should do a lot of their movies because yeah, that way, huh. I I just think like. You know, that was the problem with, like, the Flash movie, too. It was, like, people knew going into it that this was the Justice League movie that was pretty much canceled and that, like, all these characters that are in it are not coming back. We didn't know if Ezra Miller mm-hmm. was coming back, but I have a feeling he won't be after how poorly the Flash did. I don't think right. they, they're not going to bring him back. Um, I don't know what their expectations were for Blue Beetle, honestly. Didn't seem like much. Um, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't a cheap movie. It looked good. Yeah. It were fine. There's a really cool part with like uh, 
Blue Beetle's like vehicle, the original Blue Beetle, and they yep. ride it around. It's a really cool looking. It's a cool scene, and it's a cool like feature in the movie. Funny thing, before we move on, do you know the uh, Blue Beetle is actually not a DC character? Well, uh, what what was it like? Was it one it was of those? A, there, was a, there was a line of comics from another company called Charlton, and DC okay. bought all of them. The question, uh, Judo Master, Peacemaker. Okay, uh, I was going to say I've, I think Adam, I've seen the, other Adam. characters from this. Yeah, Blue Beetle. They were all characters from Charlton, and DC absorbed them. And I guess originally they were going to do the Watchmen story with those characters from Charlton, but they decided hmm. not to do that and make incorporate them. So they, if but if you look at the Watchmen, they're all pastiches of those Charlton characters. That's what I was going to say. So I... Owl, the owl, night owl was a blue beetle, and the ship that the owl flies around in. The, uh-huh. I don't know if you remember in the movie and the show yeah. with the eyes on it, it resembles the blue beetle's vehicle oh. too. And the question is basically Rorschach. Like so, they there's kind of a cool little thing. Like so, the Charlton characters lead to the watchman right okay that makes sense yeah i know the movie didn't do well commercially like money wise uh, uh, i mean i yeah i don't know let's see what it made real quick well it I, wasn't a I, huge success but it did get a good audience response yeah it said it grossed 72.5 million uh worldwide one point uh, 129 million Movie was deemed a box office bomb and the lowest grossing film in the DCEU. Uh, I don't, I don't know what it costs to me. Aquaman's gonna do, yeah, because Aquaman comes out in December. I saw the trailer. I mean, it looks like it might be fun. It's just crazy when you look back. You know, they were talking about this too, like, um, and it's really a disingenuous argument. Uh, I'm gonna go see the Marvels tomorrow. Oh, cool, yeah. Uh, but it's considered like Marvel's worst performing movie ever. Like it, it performed worse than like, yeah. It's the it's the yeah. comparing it to Morbius, which I think is oh, like Jesus. well, whatever. Morbius isn't even technically a Marvel movie. But the thing is that you know they'll be like, well, Aquaman made like a billion dollars when it came out. Yeah, it also came out like in the end of like 2018, and pretty much every superhero movie from like. 2014 yeah like 20 no i'm sorry 2013 or whatever i take that back all the teens of the 2000s all Mm. superhero movies did amazing yeah all did they all not i mean not i take it back yeah obviously if you look it'd be like no it's not true first they all did pretty phenomenal none of them were like outright complete failures Right, like, even Batman Superman, which was terrible, still yeah, almost a billion dollars. Justice League, which hysterically, the first, the not the Schneider one, but the, the one right. that got in the theater, that still made like 750 million dollars. I yeah. love that it was considered a bomb. So, I'm I think the I think the it, you know, if the Marvels came out like two years ago, probably would have did better, so yeah. I think it would have done better. I just, I think people, I don't know, movies have gotten way more expensive. Um, 
movies have gotten more expensive. Every honestly, everything else has gotten expensive too. Yeah, like everything. Life is expensive. Like, yeah, going to buy just to eat. Yeah, like, is expensive. And every time they jack up the prices on things, guess what? People don't have that extra money. Yeah, that they had to go buy go to a movie. So I said, like for years, like the worst thing to happen in our economy is the insurance industry. That oh, something yeah. has to be done about the insurance industry, uh, health insurance industry, because our economy is like it is such a parasite on people's wallets that yeah. it, it like can prevent people from make spending on anything like iPhones and any crazy of, like, vacations or movies and everything like that. Like, I, like you said, yeah, if you're making, if you haven't gotten a raise or the raises are not big enough and you go to the supermarket and you're spending a hundred dollars more than you did like two, yeah. maybe two years ago. Well, guess what? That hundred dollars probably was like two movie. Oh yeah. No, I'm going to go to the movies. Mo- going to the movies is one of the easiest things to cut out of your budget yeah. you know Especially i mean like you go and they're like it's not even an enjoyable experience half the yeah. time you know like the, you got obnoxious people in the audience it's yep. like yeah it's like tough years aren't run well a slushy is like seven dollars i mean like it... <laughs> seven that's cheap it's like ten. Yeah. it's crazy well all right well um Seven, mm-hmm. I'd be like, they're giving it away. <laughs> they're giving this away. I'll take two, um, my good so I say, yeah, it's on Max. If you have Max, it's on Max right now, Blue Beetle. Definitely check it out. It's a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I hope that they keep him uh, if they do anything. Yeah. I Will they make a Blue Beetle 2? I don't know. I don't know if we need the Blue Beetle 2 anyway. But I wouldn't mind like, if there was a superhero team movie. That he was a member on the team. I think yeah. that'd be really cool. I think that's the way to, to go with a lot of these is that um some of them don't need to carry a movie. You know, they work great with teams. Uh so anyway, yeah, I'll I'll you know, check out the movie. Uh I'll bet you I like it just fine. Cool. <laughs> that's great. All right, Justin, what do you want to win next? Well, we both watched the uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters, which is a it's a sequel kind of to uh, Kong Skull Island, right? It's it well, it's, like... a, it's part of Kong Skull Island is part of the first Godzilla movie that came out in twenty fourteen. Yep, and then it led to God's. Then Kong Skull Island came out. In the end of Kong Skull Island, they revealed the connection to godzilla they yeah. were like they they showed this like it was like a cutscene in the end where the monarch's showing uh it's funny it was brie larson and uh what's his face he plays loki they were like the main stars. oh tom hiddleston yeah yeah and they get it was a weird i'll, I'll get into that in a second it was a weird cutscene because it was like this isn't gonna go anywhere so who cares like um, right so it's revealed that it's connected and then King of the Monsters came out, Godzilla, and then they announced that um yeah, I think pretty sure King of the Monsters came out after Kong Skull Island. Uh and Godzilla right. versus King Kong came out. I thought that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. 
there's a second one coming out next year, I think. Okay, this I think I have heard that. Yeah. Kong. Um. So this is kind of like we it weaves the web, like Madam Web. It weaves, right. Yes. It, it weaves a web between the uh the movies. So like in the beginning, they show John Goodman's that's yeah. his character from uh Kong Skull Island. I'm assuming that was that was new footage. That was not in the movie. Uh, I'm curious though. Like, was it a cut scene from the movie, or did they actually get John Goodman to show up and film? Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was cool, but because in the end of Kong Skull Island, it's like Brie Larson's character and Tom Hiddleston's character get taken to underground room and they're showing the stuff. And I was like, all right, this is cool, but like, where's the story going? Because it took place in 1973, right? They're not going to have Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston show up in the modern day because they would be like yeah. you know, old. Right. <laughs> They'd be much older. They'd be like in their 70s or six, late 60s. Uh, so I always thought that was like a weird, it was a cool reveal, but it was like an odd thing to yeah. show with those characters because there's not going to be any, uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know if they, unless they made a direct sequel to Kong School Island. Which they didn't. Kong versus Godzilla was basically the sequel to Kong Skull Island. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool because in Kong Skull Island, he's like a hundred feet tall, and but he was like supposedly he was like a little kid, <laughs> Kong. like he was considered like, yeah, yeah, an Kong. adolescent, yeah, yeah. And in uh, in the new one, or Kong versus, uh, he's like three hundred feet tall or something. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, God, what? No, that'll be good. I I liked all those movies, but I didn't love them. Like I I don't know why I didn't love them because it's the kind of movie I generally like. Um, I just thought they were solid. You know, they didn't strike me as like I need a lot They're more. Okay, of there's some dumb scenes in all of them. There's like some, you know, there's like what's your face from Stranger Things was in um eleven oh, yeah. right yep he was in Godzilla uh. King of the Monsters, and she was in Godzilla Kong, and her character is just like whatever, you know. Right. It's like they said, what's funny about this show? Uh, I've seen a lot of people's response. They said usually when you watch these movies, the people are always the weakest link in these movies. You just want to watch the monsters, and yeah. That's it. But in this series, they finally made it that it's the humans are compelling. And we haven't really had like a ton of mon. We had some monsters here and there, but nothing too crazy. Like the ending in the second episode, spoilers. Yeah, was pretty cool. Oh yeah, the the bat type of yeah. dragon or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. Like with the the ship that was uh, in the middle of the. Uh, I don't even know where were they, but there was like I... a ship they were going to get tossed in there or something like. Well, in one of them, they were in like Kazakhstan or whatever. I forget it. This one's a little weird because it, it, yeah, it, it that's jumps, it was crazy when Borat showed up. It jumps yeah. back and forth in time, so you see footage that was clearly like right after World War II, and then you see footage that is supposed to take place um, right after Godzilla struck San Francisco, and then you're supposed to see footage that took place know, a few years after that time. You know, yeah, so. like there's the main girl in the present day. She yep. was San Francisco when Godzilla attacked in the 2014 movie. Yes. She has like severe PTSD from it. There's a lot of when you watch the two episodes, you realize like everything's connected. So like 
Um, Kurt Russell plays the older there. Wyatt Russell is Kurt Russell's son in real life. Yes. He's the younger version of this character, who's I uh, guess gets taken into Monarch, and then they it, you don't see Kurt Russell's version until the end, like kind of towards the end of the second episode, right? When he he's kind of like a prisoner or something. I don't know. He like cuts off the band. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but everything's like connected because like the main girls. You find out her dad is the son of the doctor that Kurt Wyatt Russell's character yeah. is friends with or works with in the 50s. So there's like a connective tissue between the families and yeah. the generations and having this one character played by two different actors who are related uh, has kind of a cool little effect. Yeah, it does. It's real natural. Um, I like the flow of the back and forth through time. I always think that stuff like that helps with the pacing. It's kind of like what Secret Invasion should have been like. Yeah, you, yeah. You could show where they should have had like, you know, you had all the scenes, gravity or whatever going on now, but then constantly flashback to like younger nick fury and scrolls going on missions and like they yeah they that could have been like, it would help weave the web like madam web weaves the web <laughs> <laughs> I make fun of that we talked about the madam web that trailer. was bad that got worse the more i thought about it that movie um, looks like caca shit you know what's funny about those movies somebody even said it like marvel should they are just milking the spider-man uh, IP by throwing all these B and C and D characters yeah. in movies that it's actually um, it is diluting the brand. And oh yeah, about the second this Man Web movie, this one just further dilutes it because it's like Spider Man's not in it, but we skirt the lines. So there's a guy kind of call it like Web, Spider- yeah, yeah. There's a guy who kind of looks like Spider Man. There's a Ben uh, Parker's in it, yeah. in, but a younger version. It's like, come on, this looks like garbage. Um, yeah, I think this this I, I joked around with you a little bit about this one, saying it needed more Godzilla. Um, hey, I got Zilla in that one scene. It's yeah, and Kong was in it for like two seconds in the beginning. Yep, and uh, and you saw um, the we bat. Got hair, we got hairy nuts spider. Yep, there's a big night, a big spider, uh, and like fought a crab or something, and yeah, and then was like, holy shit, uh, and then there's like bugs, and it yep. looks like uh, spoilers. It looks even though everything's kind of told out of order, it looks like that uh, woman that worked with, uh, you know, the younger version of Kurt Russell, she gets killed or taken by those like, yeah. cockroaches or something. Oh my god. Yeah, then it, there's that giant bat monster in the end. Yeah. Uh, it feels like she died, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard to say. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's been real fun so far. I really like um, the the production itself. All these Apple shows, you can tell they put a lot of yeah, money into it. Yeah, it doesn't look it. cheap. No, it doesn't look cheap at all. The acting is pretty good. Um, the, the moving back and forth, like you said, between time kind of keeps the story going. Uh, I think this is really good. I mean, I, I, 
I don't want to say it's a surprise because I I kind of expected it to be good. Um, it's just nice to see it as good as I expected. I just wonder know? how it will do. I wonder like if people will be confused by the show. Yeah. Like if you never watched any of those movies, which there's a good chance. It's not like they were like Avengers Endgame. Um, right. I mean, they did okay, but I don't think they ever did like because it's odd. It's like on Apple. Like it's a show that should be on like Max because yeah. like Max WB I think made those movies. So like I don't know. It's we are those movies available to watch on Apple? I don't. I don't know. I meant to because you probably yeah. I Maybe I'd probably pay for that. Well, after you and I talked about Kong Skull Island, I meant to look it up to see if I could watch it again. Um, and I, I honestly, I didn't check to see if I could watch it again. But uh, I don't know. It's I think it'll do fine. I think that um, the hurdle is getting people to give a, a show like this a shot. If you're into genre TV, you're going to give it a shot and you'll probably like it. The trick is like, you know, would would someone who not, doesn't necessarily like Godzilla movies watch this because it's got a compelling family element to it? Um, yeah, well, you know, the kind of people who watch Godzilla destroy buildings and fight monsters, the thing they're always looking for is a good family structure. Right, yeah. Or but, um, maybe just a, a structure for them to uh, destroy by smashing through the structures. <laughs> buildings, not the family. I mean, well, there might I think... be families in those buildings. <laughs> well i think um i think anybody who watches it will like it there's there's um like all sorts of random shit going on there's kind of love interest stuff there's um cool oh yeah you can totally tell he totally dig that doctor yeah why um the kurt russell character when he's younger yeah and she ends up marrying the doofy guy from uh what was that show he was on on comedy central him and those two guys and they would like work in an office he wasn't something was he yeah he was with Um, that guy who's from mighty gemstones adam devine or whatever yeah like um what was that show it was on comedy central now uh and they worked in an office and they were just it was like such a stupid show yeah god like, what was good. his name um who was that uh all right so so can tell me uh anders holm uh is his real name and he was in workaholics yeah that was oh he was also in the muppets mayhem yeah he was Muppets Mayhem was great. Did you watch that? Yeah. He was in Inventing Anna, too, which I liked a lot. I don't remember him in Inventing Anna. He was in nine episodes. Uh, I Was he, like, her boyfriend or something? I really don't geez, remember. I don't him. know. I don't either. Inventing Anna? The one with the girl who was pretending to be uh, rich? Yeah. Uh, he girl was from Mozart, kid. and she was doing a Borat voice the entire time? Yeah, he was a main kid. Yeah, no, she wasn't doing a Borat voice. She was doing uh, Tommy Wiseau's voice the entire yeah, time. Right. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Give me the money. I, I'll give you the money. I'll give you the card. I'm calling. I'm making a phone call. Why are you so stupid? I don't remember him on that show. I don't either, but he was a main character. He was in nine episodes. The, he, was in oh, yeah. he was in every episode. He was in every episode. 
that's funny. I, I yeah. feel like man, I need to just put it on for a minute, be like junk my memory. I mean, it was like that show was on a while ago, but yeah. Well, anyway, uh, this show is really good. I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. the next few uh, episodes for sure. Um, you want to know how I know the show is clearly made in Canada? Though? How? Because most shows are usually made in Canada. That's one thing. Mm, true. But there's an actor who shows up. He shows up in Peacemaker. Peacemaker was also made in Canada. Mm. Produced in Canada. In the beginning of the I think in the first episode when you meet like uh one of the flashbacks with uh Wyatt Russell's character, yeah. he's uh talking to like a uh person like a higher off uh officer or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about like the bruise he got. Yeah. The guy he's talking to is this actor and he was also in Peacemaker. He's just one of these people who you see all the time and stuff, but he's clearly a Canadian actor <laughs> and they use him in, like if there's a production going on there's a good chance That's that funny. guy's in it and there's a 99 chance that means the show is mostly produced in canada <laughs> nice <laughs> there's one actor he shows up he's like really skinny he's got kind of distinct looking you remember that scene yeah i remember that scene okay, really well he played like the one of the cops and peacemaker and he also got oh. one of, he got butterflied uh earlier in uh oh yeah i remember this guy yeah, yeah this guy was like on a sci-fi show that i remember that had tons of different canadian actors that i would see show up in different shows all the time that's always so funny how they they it's like british shows too you always see like the same like 10 actors. yeah it's true and i think anytime there's like a show and it's produced in canada that's usually you don't even have to if any of those actors show up you don't even have to look where it was filmed you know where it was filmed yeah I think I think um these people are not allowed to leave the country, I guess. Well, I think in Canada, like the state subsidizes a lot. And so like they, they have requirements that you cast a certain number of Canadian actors and whatnot. Um, you know what I watched the other uh, day was um it was really late at night and I couldn't go to sleep. And so I'm I'm flipping around. I watched uh the first episode of Lex. Do you remember that show? Lex L E X X. Oh yeah, that was Canadian. <laughs> It was that was Canadian. Like kind of softcore porn a little bit. It was really bizarre. I, I, I watched it on sci-fi, but I feel like on sci-fi it was edited. Yeah, I I remembered it as being like softcore porn, but the first episode was not at all. It was like a uh, real serious kind of like... It was dude. good. That was a good show. It was not, but it was limited by its special effects capabilities yeah. at the time. But um, it was really good and complicated. Anyway, as I'm watching it, I was reading about it. And apparently the first season was actually just four movies that they split up into. A I multiple... think I remember that. Yeah, because they got a new woman <clears throat> to play the main yeah. girl. And like when they actually got filmed more like a series. And then the so the first season was like a drama, and then the second season they turned into like a sex comedy. It and got a little third, more goofier, especially yeah. when they got the new woman to play the main <clears throat> character. She was definitely more like yeah, they, they definitely raised the comedy element up more. Yeah. Um, but it was just such a it weird still show. had like a sat satirical edge to it oh, the yeah. first season, but I do remember, and I like the whole like story. Like the guy who was like he was dead, and she was yeah. like she was obsessed with him. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he wanted like nothing to do with her, but and then like the the guy who's like the the janitor or whatever who ends up getting becoming the captain of the ship. Yeah. he's obsessed with her. 
Or no, yeah, I think he liked her or whatever. She didn't give a shit. And then there was that robot head that was like deeply obsessed with her. Like, yeah, it, I for, I forget most of it, but I watched the first episode or the first whatever, <laughs> you know. And um, anyway, that was the reason I brought it up is that was also a Canadian show, and it was like it just felt Canadian. Uh, it, well, it was, it was like, weird. They all went to Tim Hortons, even though it was in yeah. space. <laughs> talked they about hockey incessantly. Uh, what? Talked about hockey incessantly. Bob and Dave showed up. I thought that was weird. <laughs> they had a dog named Hosehead. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Rick, I thought it was weird when the cast from SCTV showed up. Yes. No, uh, nah, yeah, that was on. Like that would be aired around uh, at least on Sci-Fi around the same time. Um, Farscape was on. So yeah, watched that. Yep. And, uh, to me, Lex Lex was always like just kind of like stupid Farscape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Farscape was good. Farscape had better effects, if I remember right. Um, well, I had the Henson team and everything. Yeah. 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 I don't know the budget was... I'm sure the the budget had's been bigger. I don't know. I don't, but but Lex was, like, real fucked up. It that does not show, age well. That show, Farscape, uh, was clearly filmed, like, in New Zealand or something. Yeah. Because there was a lot of those accents floating around. Yep. Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, there are a few like that. Um, all right, so the next the next show we watched uh, was we watched uh, episode two of For All Mankind. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought, I, I think this one is going to be, uh, obviously there's like a very big class struggle element in it. On um, Mars? Yeah. Yeah. Danielle's like, she does something cool in the beginning because, like, the people in the bomb can't even get like any uh, Wi-Fi. They don't have Wi-Fi any... or anything. Yeah. They can't talk to their families. That's why in the end, when he finally catches those videos, it's like it could have been like weeks old. You know, he's finally yeah. going to see him. But yeah, they get they, <clears throat> they don't get to eat well. They they treat like shit on the ship. And then what's his face? Kind of a dick about it. Um, oh, Ed. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like you're on another planet, dude. This should be like an honor. It's like, no, it's not. It's not yeah. an honor. Like I might as well just be on Earth and be treated like shit. Well, that's, like this is that's supposed what to be the guy you. said. He said that like when he got up there, he he was sold on the fact that there would be bonuses available. And this happens a lot in in workplaces. Like, yeah. hey, your base salary is only you know fifty grand, but you'll be making a hundred grand easily because overtime and this and that, and whatever. So anyway, the guy gets up there, and there is no overtime and there is no bonuses, and so he's like making less money than he made on Earth, and he can't get home because it's they're going to charge him one hundred and fifty grand if he goes home early, and he yeah. gets deducted yeah, they, for everything. So he's it's basically like, a prisoner there. It's like indentured servitude or yeah, something. It's pretty uh, much. Yeah. like those old company towns where you move to a town and the only place you could shop is the company store. And you and the next thing you know, yeah. you're in debt just working there. Yeah. Uh, but um, it reminded I and I wonder if they're going to borrow from it or credit it. But there's a a series of books. Um, I've never read them, but they're like really well-regarded sci-fi books. And the whole premise is that on Mars in the future, something like this happens. And it's literally like people are on the bottom levels of a Mars, you know, civilization are are just getting used. And well, they that eventually... was like that in Total Recall when the yep. like yeah, the same things that were caused because <clears throat> of the cheap ventilation systems and the cheap like domes. 
yeah. uh, for the common people. So that's why there were so many people who had like defects, born with birth defects, they call them mutants and everything like that. Uh, but it was all caused by just greed. And that's yeah. it. Like they just didn't want to pay for shit. Uh, and uh, it's kind of funny. A lot of people were make, you know, obviously we'll got to talk about this fucking shithead later, but Elon Musk with the whole Mars thing. Everyone, or even there's any of these guys like Jeff Bezos or anything like that, when they talk about space and everything, it's like they just want to do this in, yeah. in Mars. They want to have like they want to go somewhere where there's no regulations and they can just have like slave lines, yeah. you know, on Mars or whatever and uh wreak as much profit as possible. But we'll see. I still think it's too early to tell where the show's going. Uh trying to think what else. Danielle coming to there, I feel like something's going to happen where they're going to tell her you're not allowed to do this shit or something. You know, like someone's going to step yeah. up. Like she's trying to like make it at least this living situation like a little bit better. Like the fact that like the internet worked better. Well, uh, and they make it clear that the, the North Koreans are still uh, even though they're on board they're all they're distrustful of the other nations oh yeah it's weird they have like their own like area and you can't go near it and like that yep. guy who uh was you know on mars for years uh, or by himself yeah by himself and he's back but he can't talk to them and it's like super odd yeah yep and they, then you see uh you already see kind of like we predicted all that stuff happening in russia where it's clear that there's some some new political movement in russia about to we take saw over that like riot or not riot in the end but the cops like beating the shit out of people yeah and she got hurt too uh yep. margo uh yeah like you said you said that it's clearly like a putin type character yes. is coming in because i mean it makes sense in a way too it's like wait why are we like making relations with america we're the ones who landed on mars first why are we you know yeah. like it's like a you know, Amer uh, Russia first type uh, character yeah. coming in. Um, what else was there? I mean, I'm trying. Yeah, the the story with the guy, the, the you know, the everyday guy who's on Mars. Uh, I like that. There's like a underground bar that he goes to. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it's funny because that's that's oh, he's stuff. totally gonna get on with that woman. <clears throat> you know it. Yeah, but oh, that's you know it. That... You know it. You can see it. You knew it the minute she walked in the room. Yeah, that is, is shit writes itself. You yeah, you know that they're gonna get um. That'll be well. That'll be the because he left this guy Dale, who seems maybe kind of a little bit of like a uh, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a great guy. Um, but he oh, the main guy that that yeah. everyday guy. Yeah, um, he just seemed like a little I think he's just or had whatever. Some, made some bad decisions. And well. Yeah, he, yeah, didn't he spend like a ton of their money on like Amway products or something? He just he seems like, well, he used to be like on a rig or whatever, and that went out of business. And I think yeah. like NASA or something. Yeah, the pulse engines or the plasma yeah. engines or whatever. So, yeah, I think he did some Ralph Crandom schemes that, yeah. Well, he, he left Earth basically, it's ironic because he left Earth to stay with his wife. Like, if I leave and go make a lot of money, then my wife will stay with me. And it worked because she was like, she suddenly got all into him when he was going to go make some money. Uh, and then he left and now he's stuck on Mars for two years. And you know, he's going to hook up with that woman, you know, 
Uh, or you assume he looks he up with that old Russian guy. I don't think that's going to happen. No. I think that might come out of left field if he does, you know? Yeah. I'll be like, well, you know what? There weren't many options. I that's not the one I thought was going to happen with. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You, But you do see a lot of different things. And there's also um, the 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 storyline I'm kind of least interested in, which is it looks like Ed's daughter, Kelly, might leave NASA and team up with uh, I always get her name wrong. Aladay or Alade, uh, the woman who quit NASA. Remember they met in that bar. Oh yeah, that's right. They were hanging out, and then she was drunk and she puked like in yeah. the house or something. <laughs> well, it looks like they're going to leave NASA together. The not Adelaide, the other one. Uh, in your house, the little girl show. Yes, up. yeah. Uh, Kelly puked in the house, uh, but it looks like they're going to both not be with NASA anymore and kind of start a robotics company yeah, you know, or something like that. Is like, uh, I don't know what to think of his character, the guy from Home Alone, um, the, vo- the the voice of Kevin, our old Kevin. Oh, yeah. Years. I don't know what to think of his character. I'm just happy to see him working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's I love the show. I love everything about it. I will say, I will say this. I still like it a whole bunch. The new seasons are great. I don't have anything negative to say about them. But man, I really liked season one and two when they were like in the past. Well, season you know, the... one, because now you're there's the point of reference is and we talked about this when we started talking about the show, oh. you know, last year or whatever, that at some point the what is common of the two power worlds, like our world and yeah, this yeah. world, are just going to get further and further apart. That's why I said the fucking pop culture thing, it drives me nuts because yeah. it makes no sense. It would not be the same. They would not have the same kind of music. They would not have the same performance. If they did have similar performance, they would be in different kind of genres. They yeah. would be different movies. It would be like the way people dress would be different. They would be like, they'd be also, like, yeah. They'd be like people called Moonies, but they wouldn't be like the Moonies we know, which is like Kim Sung Young Moon or whatever. The right. actual people who like worship the moon, you know, because yeah. they based on the moon. Like there'd be like the whole culture would be sig- not just the fact that not just like oh we have all these amazing like uh, you know feats of humanity of like yeah. landing on Mars and colonizing well, it. It would it, the whole culture would be sig. This is massively different. Technology, yeah. as you know it, the kind of cars people drive would be different. The, I wonder, like, though, like... I it just... is... Hold on. It is a more advanced society than ours because, like, they got all over the gay marriage thing in the early... Two, yeah. Late 90s, as opposed to, you know, us being, like, 20 years behind on that, in a way. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I wonder about that. Like, the, I don't have a good answer for the music and the clothing stuff. I, my, my guess is that they don't. They want it to feel rooted in our world. You know, they, they want. Sure. So, but well, the I, thing that that I find is interesting is that they, they, they even show people cell phones and stuff, and the cell phones look rudimentary. They look you know like what I mean? from that time period. They don't like. I don't think they have iPhones yet, but they had people talking on screens and shit back in the like yeah. eighties. I wonder if they're trying to say that like all this, all the money went into like military slash space exploration type of stuff, and that tech never really filtered its way into 
consumer. Goods, I don't believe that. Know? I believe oh. like that shit's been. They're using like touch screens, I think, and all that, and yeah. like oh. screens. That shit would have leaked already into the consumer. Usually, it's always like ten years behind or five years behind, True. and then eventually it makes it into the consumer. But like, I just think yeah. look, it's a show. They're doing a lot already to begin with. I'm nitpicking. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. Saying that that first season was really good because every episode you would just see the correlations and the parallel and how we just keep getting further and further. Yeah, a little, away. little further. Yeah. Did Nixon? Nixon never became president. The only right Ted Kennedy. Right, because he president. got caught. Yeah. Uh. Oh no, Nixon was president actually. But they. Wasn't he didn't, one I don't episode? think he got reelected. Nixon. That was the thing. He didn't get reelected in '72. And then Ted I remember Kennedy them talking about the Watergate. And then Reagan became president in '76. Mm. And then it kind of just. And then what's her face became president. Well, Ted Kennedy was president for a little while. Yeah, he basically took he beat Nixon. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ted Kennedy lost to Reagan in 76, which I find hard to believe. I think yeah. if Ted Kennedy got <laughs> in 72, yeah. He, he would have been right. Would have years. Um, but whatever. I thought the Reagan thing was I was a little annoyed by the Reagan thing. Like again, I felt like they they're like, all right, well, the second season takes place in the 80s. We need to have Reagan was such a pivotal 80s yeah. point of the 80s. You still have to have Reagan in there. I'm like, whatever. Mm. Um, then once her face became president, the fictional character, yep. you know, that was a lesbian. And then uh so it, it but it's it is further now away. Like like I said, we watch that first season and we see all those big historical touchstones just morph and yeah, uh, you know, but the process speeds up too, like how women were treated uh moves quicker because women yeah. were uh such a big part of the going to space and like remember that first season, they were so sexist, they went it was, yeah. Space maidens and it was like so stupid. Like <laughs> you know, like it sped up. Uh, and even though, like in the last season, we saw that, like you know, the what what was like the bombing in Oklahoma City. It was kind of yep. similar. What happens in NASA. yeah, the NASA bombing was the basically the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, uh, kind of like that group, but it it feels like we've progressed as a society and didn't uh like there wasn't a reactionary response more like you know the the woman president gets reelected knowing that she's a lesbian and she has their girlfriend or wife yeah. or whatever and gay marriage becomes like legal and it's not this big like the space race and this is a big deal this is a lot of truth to that they said the space race supposedly really played into the civil rights movement that like it it really helped speed up things uh yeah civil rights movement i think that's probably true i think it, it yeah i don't know i think that it's hard to say i think they do a good job i i agree with you i know you said that it's kind of nitpicking these types of details but that is also what makes this the show so good is like all these little small details and the little kind of debates you can have about them um there's a a comic series i read i think it was either from warren ellis or i don't think it was alan moore it's mm -hmm. called like ministry in space and it was like basically what if like england was the one that uh started the space race 
Um, By the end of the, uh, the, there was three issues, and then by the end of the comic series, uh, you you see like we're on uh, the moon or whatever. We have like bases everywhere. It's just evolved. It's kind of like similar to this, but it's different because because the United States didn't lead on it. Like there's a scene in the end where a black a black woman who's an uh, you know on the the, yeah. the the base she's going into a colors only bathroom oh weird because it 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 was like united that's what they said that like the space race really you, i mean you can look this up it, it doesn't deserve all the credit no but the space race and in, in the united states did speed up the civil rights movement um and with England taking kind of the lead, it would not, you know, certain things wouldn't happen. That's why, you know, you still have these like segregated bathrooms and all that. Like, yeah, interesting little like touch of like the what would happen in history. You know, like I said, that's why it's funny, you know, Russia landing on the moon first makes the United States just never give up on like overstepping russia and the fact that the soviet union still exists i think right. that's gonna be like the conflict of this season is you're, like you said there's gonna be like a putin type i think so yeah that's gonna cause like a huge monkey wrench and maybe they're working with north korea or something i don't know i could see like some kind of riot on the in mars for sure yeah um i could see that happening uh I don't know. I don't know where it's going. It's only two episodes in. It's good. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, um, I was going to call him Roger Moore. I remember Ronald Moore uh, said he had like a five season (laughs) a five season plan for this. So we're in season four. Uh, So um, hopefully like they get another season after this and he can like tell his complete story uh but yeah so far i mean at this point i would imagine they will get that fifth season uh even if it's like a shorter season or whatever just to like finish out the show and then you have this like solid show that like maybe people for years will just discover as they go on apple and like it's like what is this and watch it and i could see this show in like 10 years being way more popular just yeah stories complete and it's on streaming. Maybe Apple will like license it out. It'll go on Netflix. Once it goes on Netflix, it's done. It'll like, yeah. it'll, like quadruple its like viewership. Well, it is a. I remember reading about this show before I watched it, and it just didn't sound good. Like nothing about it really sounded like great. And I almost I forget like why I watched it. Eventually, I was just like, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, just you, you I, talked it up a lot when you know. Well, then I I finally saw it and I was hooked like very quickly like. I don't know. It just didn't like. I even remember telling you at the time. I was like, I, no way. I describe it's going to make it sound interesting because it's kind of like a. It's it doesn't sound very interesting, but it's just so well done and it, it is a great show. So. That was it too. The reason why the thing with women was because it was revealed that like um, the I don't know if it was the first person on the moon or whatever was a Russian woman. Yeah. Well, no, it was the. Um, uh the soviet union put uh was the first one on the moon and it was a man uh and then they did something else and uh nixon it was I think, to be a female and that's why yeah. they had all of a sudden that big like 
bigger push and that's right. how uh, that one lady got in i always yep. love that they were like making you think she was gonna be the lesbian <laughs> yeah married to that hippie guy yeah i wonder if he's gonna be in the show this probably season. not i mean i don't know if he serves a purpose anymore because like yeah he, his wife's dead molly's dead yeah and the woman that he he was also good friends with uh <laughs> what's his uh what's the main guy's name uh ed's, Ed, ed's yeah he was good friends with her and she's right. dead so i feel like they would have to have a a reason for him to show yeah. up the, they do know. I know this kind of sounds like a weird compliment, but they do a good job of forgetting characters. You know what I mean? Like some shows will constantly bring characters back or whatever, but like this show just moves on because that's how life is. You know what I mean? Like, right. And until like there's a reason, like even Margo, uh, not Margo, what was her name again? The one she ends up going blind and then she dies in the end of the last season. What was her name? Uh, that was Molly. Yeah. Molly. Yeah. She was gone for like a lot of the yeah. episodes, but and then it made sense when she came back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I I, I enjoy the show. Uh, like I said, I hope it does get a fifth season, or maybe they do a good job and they end it in the fourth season. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where it goes. That's the thing. Like, I feel like that first season and even the second season, we have like. Lots of points of references, but like once mm-hmm. they went to Mars, yeah. it was like uh, we're like we're in a different planet. We're in a totally different universe at this point. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and they're spending less and less time on Earth. Like, like just film wise. Well, like, I it, think filming on a on a little set that's in Mars is probably a lot cheaper. In a it, well, in the early episodes, the ma- vast majority was spent on Earth. I remember there's like there was like multiple episodes where they they were still trying to figure out how to f- get off Earth. You know I love I mean? that they a... still have that fun uh, that one bar that uh, they keep going to now. I think it's like a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, that was good. Um, I liked when um, when uh, Danielle came aboard and saw Ed. They both said hi, Bob. I thought that was kind of a cool yeah. little throwback. Yeah, um, that was the first because they. They watched like the same episodes Bob of Bob like, Newhart. Yeah. <laughs> they had six, like six episodes of uh Bob Newhart on VHS. And um, they'd reenact it. Yeah. So That's when Gordo was going crazy. Remember? He was like yeah. literally going crazy. Uh that's yeah, no, like Ren Howard a... from Ren Stimpy. Yeah. <laughs> Space yeah. madness. And then that was that whole thing where like uh Danielle like make saved helped him save face so he wouldn't yeah like, she broke yeah. her arm like right she, well yeah and it made him not look so uh weak yeah yeah that was a good one um it's just a great show i mean i i literally i th- even my nitpicking about it it's i do it kind of out of enjoyment because like the show is so good i just want it to be perfect uh but. yeah i'm curious like well if we'll see the uh gordo's kids show up i'm I'm sure we'll see the one that's on that might still be on mars we have no idea what yeah happened. the only uh, my only wonder is like if he died and that's going to be revealed at some point like i don't know what the actor's doing if the actor's like not interested in going back on the show but uh but they, they've said a few things and it, his absence is like very noticeable um because like he wouldn't be 
he wouldn't still be in that little shuttle or whatever. Years later? Yeah, they wouldn't probably have left not. him there. They probably would have done something else with him, like maybe send him and, back to Earth and he's in prison on Earth or something. Well, and he's not with his family, right? Yeah. You know, so... Or he's either on Mars doing something or he's in prison on Earth or he's dead. Yeah, and it doesn't seem likely that he'd be in prison. To me, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, because, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like that would be part of the show. Uh, so I, my guess is that he died in space, abandoned or like exiled. And that's why Ed is so fucked up now. It's, mm-hmm. Ed feels like some guilt over it. And that's why he looks like he does like a oh, sea we'll captain. See, we'll find out. I'm so. sure by the next, I bet you, what is it, like 12 episodes or something? Something like that, yeah. I bet by like that fourth episode, end of the fourth episode, we'll find out what happened to a bunch of characters. They'll be like yeah. a big... Um, a big info dump or something. Yeah, they usually do that a lot. And then like by the mid-season, they do another time jump. They dump like two years. They did, they've pretty much done that every season. Yeah, yeah, they Even have. like in the last season, the big jump was when they were all ready to fly to Mars. Yeah. I yeah. still have the worst episode of the show. Yeah. Was the space hotel. I hate oh, that was the episode. yeah. And that, so was the, that was the that was the first episode. episode of season three. It was the first episode. It yeah. Really, yeah, it was so corny. It's it was just like, it, was, it was so um out of character. It felt like know? I was watching bad Star Trek. It felt to me like a lot of the shows I watched in the 80s that were like basically disaster films set in space or yeah. disaster films set underwater or you know i mean it was like i don't know i mean it was fine i mean like looking back on it i i probably like it better now knowing that it was just what it was but at the time i was like oh shit you know well, did they did work into the plot like the the uh guy who was the independent person he yeah. used the hotel as like kind of like the bones for the ship to get to mars yeah. so it was kind of like a, you know it worked but i just remember that huh? I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Yeah, yeah. It took me out of the show. It was like weird. It, it just did. Like, well, for the first time, it felt a wacky like, situation. Yeah, for the first time, it felt like a show. Like not look, it didn't feel like a documentary. I'm I not know saying what you that, mean. but right, it, it just felt like a dumb show. Like yeah, a, like a, right. Like whatever was special about the show was sucked out the air. Yeah, it one. really was. I mean, looking back on it now, it's a it's not a terrible episode, but um. God, it was it was real. My my stomach kind of sank after I watched that. Like, oh man, like you know, you ever see those where it's like the networks came in and gave us some notes. For this new season, we're gonna have you know uh, an attractive, more, yeah, yeah, more uh, dings, a little yeah, more titillation, yeah, right, and a couple like, of and a couple of risky situations. It's like when a when a, a heavily serialized show gets like the orders that you're now going to do episodes of the week over and over. It's like yeah. that's what it Double like. D's, double D's. Yep. Holy yeah. money. That's uh, <laughs> Rachel Dresch's character from uh it was this like agent. It was like these characters on SNL. It was like uh, I don't even remember. They were they were like Hollywood agents or whatever. It was like a family of them, yeah. like the son, father, and the grandfather. Rachel Dretch was like the grandfather, just sitting there eating like potato salad the entire time. <laughs> yeah. But every 
time in the skit, there'd be something where the words of wisdom from the grandfather would just be like, double D's, double D's, and holding like wads of money. Yeah. I don't remember who played the other characters or Jeez. anything. I just remember Rachel Dredge dressed like yeah. an old man, like eating salad, <laughs> deli salad the entire time. Yuck. My stomach is turning just thinking of that. Um, oh, she's fine. Right. Speaking of speaking of stomach turning, uh, George Santos uh, is our, our shift into the, the. Yeah, I know you want to talk about that, but you know we didn't. Mm. We should we should have put on the list. What now? You know, you didn't put on the list. We we had a, a discussion about it. Yeah, tweet that kind of trended a bit about bottle. Oh, yeah, access That's... to water at at uh, expensive shows. Yeah, well, there's okay. So the the basic story was that some woman was at a a concert. I think it was a Taylor Swift concert, and she died. Uh, I guess she was overheated, and uh, the thing is, she there was no water at the show. Uh, they ran out of water to sell, uh, and no one was allowed to bring in bottled water. So there's no water for this person to drink, and she died. And look, I don't, I don't know the specifics of it. I, I just kind of like off the top of my head said, um, you know, that it's it's ridiculous that you can't bring in bottled water to an event. Uh, and the tweet did like really well. Uh, I'd imagine mostly amongst thirteen-year-old girls, because uh, it was like a Taylor Swift-related tweet, right, right, right. Um, but it got like a ton of um, uh, good feedback. Um, I, I don't know how many times it got liked or whatever. It was a bunch. Uh, let's see. Um, but anyway, I, my theory was that like, yeah, you should you should be able to bring in a bottle of water anywhere. And I know a lot of people. Um, said, well, it could be alcohol or whatever. And I was like, well, they sell alcohol at these places. This isn't an alcohol issue. Um, they they don't mind well, if you drink should, a bunch of I alcohol. Think, I think all these places should provide some kind of water. Like, yeah. uh, there was like one club by us that they had like those like kind of water cooler things with the little yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and they would have them throughout the club, so there was water. I mean, they would run out pretty quick, but at least they were like provide like you know with a cup and not like yeah, bed, Some go- you know, dying of uh, uh, thirst. It is ridiculous. I'm not shocked by. I mean, the price is one thing, but this shit's always been expensive. I, and when you were talking about it, I was like, have you ever been to a show before? Yeah, I've, look, like, I've been to a bunch of charge a grip for bottled water you know what i mean like for yeah. bottled water is like six bucks i don't know uh, and stadium I don't know. are horrible they usually charge like i mean they charging you like 15 dollars for a tall boy like well be, yeah beers are, are crazy expensive and i don't mind that in fact that's probably good yeah, like you love the the you know that's a that's a more important than water <laughs> well no but if you charge like ten dollars for a beer then that's like a good natural deterrent from some guy drinking 18 beers that you know, like, never stops anyone at these shows. Man, I see people at these shows. I'm like, one, I'm like, okay, do they pregame? Like, I hate that term. Yeah. They get drunk in the parking lot or get drunk before they go there. Because if not, they yeah, they are spending like 200 bucks on booze there. Well, like, my wife and I do that. When we go see shows at Dosa Keys, uh, which is down by the state fairgrounds in, in the Dallas area, we get there early and we bring a six-pack. And we sit in the car and we like drink a six pack before we go into the 
Are you uh, kidding? No, I'm 100%. That's 100% what we do. Oh, that's funny. Always. We do, we put a six-pack in a cooler, bring some chips or whatever. And if it's nice out, we'll pop the, uh, the, the back trunk and sit in the back and just, you know, have a couple beers and then go in. Um, and then when we go in, we'll have like we'll buy one beer and kind of nurse it through the show. And then we go home, you know, perfectly sober and had a good night. Um, otherwise, you're spending like, you know, $70. Yeah, I go to these shows sometimes. Spend. I usually don't want to. I'm with my son, so I don't really want to drink uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, and I also don't want to spend like, you know, $15 on my beer. Right. I don't care that much. But like. I see people who are just like so shit faced. I'm like, my God, you must be like, yeah, like shit faced to the point by the end of the night where I'm like, like I said, either they are on something else or, well, like I'm not shocked by, I think these arenas and everything like that, they should provide water. Yeah. And, And if you can't provide water, yes, people should be allowed to bring in. Bottles. Now I get it. It's a security thing, you know. Someone can be bring. You don't know yeah. what people be bringing in. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I I've been to enough concerts to know that they like. It, I don't think it's a security thing. I mean, like, I get that how you can argue that it's a security thing, but like, oh, it's I, it's part of it. The the money making part's the biggest part. That's the thing, and and we're talking about water, and I, I just don't like the idea that like. And I, and again, I, I admit, like I'm kind of out on a limb here. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily think everyone should agree with me, but like, I, I think it's shitty that like the the people or business or capitalism or whatever has like like commoditized water. You know, like like oh, we're well, that's make... been a problem that's just going to keep getting worse. I mean, yeah. we're in America, we don't even face how bad this is in other countries. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. countries that are completely deprived of water. Oh, yeah, yeah. like the head of Nestle saying that it is not a human right to have water, which is right. absolutely insane. And it's like, you might as well say yeah. air is not a right either. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't like that. And I, I know that, like, if you have an outdoor concert, an outdoor venue, and it's 110 degrees or whatever, and you're selling a lot of tickets. You're selling maybe like at capacity or maybe even a little bit more, you know, if we're really looking at the numbers or whatever. Um, and then you're telling people that they can't bring in water. And then you have a line that's like two hours long to get water or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, fucking let people bring in water. What is what is it going to like? Even they're not going to walk in like with closed, like... Closed plastic bottle. Like, you know, you don't want yeah. people bringing in like a reused bottle where you don't know where they got the water. Like a sealed bottle. They have to show yeah. up when you go there. And uh, I don't know, whatever. But the point is, you got to think about this. They're especially like, let's say, like Taylor Swift, as an example. They're like, okay, we, you're already in here. You paid probably a thousand dollars on average to <laughs> go to the show. And that's not even including the service fees that they charge to, right. on top of the ticket. So let's just add the 300 bucks on there. Yeah, probably, yeah. Fees. And like anytime we buy tickets to go to a show, it's the three of us. If it's the three of us going, it's like we're buying a fourth one for my son's like imaginary sibling. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how much the fees are. They come out to almost the same price as a fourth ticket. It's crazy. It's crazy. So they already got you on that. So they're probably thinking like, we got you in here. You're you clearly have the money to buy. Uh, you you clearly have no yeah. judgment skills, and you wasted thousand right. dollars to go see 
fucking Taylor Swift of all people. For I'm sorry, she had that good. That's she's fine. I like Taylor Swift. I mean, thousand dollar ticket, good. No one's that. I mean, I'm no, sorry. Well, that's the thing is that like I don't know. That's my good. my whole mindset changed after I saw the Cure uh, put on a a big show. Limit ticket prices to twenty five bucks. Limit their merch prices to like twenty five bucks, and they still made a ton of money. You know, and I know yeah, a lot of your bands too. Like, you go to these shows, man. Even like the smaller shows, like I would say, Death Clock of old bands, like the one that's the freaking uh, the Adult Swim cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Tour, we saw Death Clock, and they were charging like almost fifty dollars for a t shirt. I was like, come on now, like the 30, the t shirts are twenty five. Yeah. Let's Get the fuck out of here. And then you see like the people uh selling the shirts are trying to like they got like the tip thing on the credit card. I'm yeah, like, fuck are you I mean kidding. Yeah, I'm gonna hit that 15% button by accident. Like yeah. now I'm paying 65 for a fucking shirt. I mean, like it, dude, the whole thing is a money grab. It, it, it they're like yeah. you you're already in the venue, you spent three hundred dollars, you spent a thousand dollars, spent fifty dollars, doesn't even matter. You yeah. have no problem doing that. You ain't gonna have no problem spending ten dollars on a bottle of water. Well, I still. And you're probably not gonna drink water. You're probably buying a sixteen dollar, uh, but you know, tall Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I guarantee I, you, most people are doing. They're not buying water. I still stand by my my original statement: is that you? It's bullshit that you can't bring in water. You know. Yeah, or... but you know, there's also now you got a bunch of people bringing in objects. Yeah. People are nuts, dude. I went to a show one time and. Someone threw a fucking beer bottle at the singer's head. I was like, really in the front? Yeah. This was not like a small show. I mean, it wasn't like a big show or big venue. But like, but after that happened, they changed all of a sudden, like that next couple of weeks in New York City, they didn't give bottles out to anybody. It was all plastic cups after that. Well, I don't, I think any security concern you're going to have also in the venue. It, the the it's not a security concern i don't think i mean i, I agree it's like a security you bring in, let's say you're at a stadium and people uh, bring in like you know there's like five people come in that's five bottles and now yeah. you know trash is beyond capacity you know like there's yeah. a lot of factors it's bullshit they they should provide water yeah. they should provide there should be drinking fountains Every right. every location, uh, like every hundred feet, should have a drinking fountain in these stadiums. I mean, dude, I went when we went to Vegas recently. I felt like that was like the one thing where I was like, oh my god, the hardest thing to get here is fucking water. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about like none of these hotels like provided water. It's like you had to like go to the thing and pay like eight dollars for a big bottle, like a like a twenty four ounce bottle of water or whatever bullshit. Yeah. It's a ripoff, dude. We yeah. live in the United States of scam. It's a scam, dude. You, well, if if you have no problem spending a thousand dollars on saying Taylor fucking Swift, you got ten bucks sitting there waiting to spend on yeah. a, a bottle of water. That's how they well, look at it. Dude. I don't, I I went to a uh, a football game once when I lived in Florida. Oh, that's a uh, money suck too. A co- well, this this was a long time ago. This was like in the early nineties, mid nineties. And it was Florida State University at Miami. It was in Miami, Florida. And it was this old, I think it was like Joe Robbie Stadium or something. This old, like decrepit stadium built in like the 60s or whatever. And they ran out of water in the third quarter of a four-quarter game. 
and it was like a hundred and some degrees. Ugh. And at the end of and people, everyone was like drunk as as hell. At the end of the the game, the fans had in the concourse, like underneath the seats where the concessions were, people had pulled pipes apart, and just there was water flowing everywhere. It felt like I was like UN helicopters were going to swoop in with food for us or something. Yeah, but like um, that fucking Woodstock thing. Yeah, it was a very, yeah, it was a, a small scale Woodstock thing. So anyway, that was my, that was my tweet. Uh, I, I found it. It looks like it got like a thousand likes or something. It was retweeted. Did anybody uh, call you like a snowflake or anything? No, but like some 13 year old uh, quote tweeted me and said it was great. My phrasing was crazy. And I I thought about like, I know they're okay. thirteen because they just seemed it uh, oh, well, <laughs> probably fifty. <laughs> I no I will say that that I looked at their past tweets and they were all like bullshit about like my teacher's so mean or whatever you know they they were clearly uh, a kid um, and uh, Bopple, such a bitch <laughs> and uh, I so I I ans- I commented on her retweet of mine and I was like well what about it's crazy like the grammar or like my what do what do you what do you mean and they're like you need to think about what you just said and i i commented back like look i'm not here to like think about what i did i just if you have something to say say it yeah i'm making a solid i mean if i don't know like i think what you're saying is right i don't think anything you said i think there's some things that like i there's some things i disagree with not like just the whole yeah, yeah. Not because I agree with the the arena's charging. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's more like a, this isn't a uh uh you know, there's bigger problems in the world. There's like where people are actual countries and uh, towns or whatever that are starved out of water, uh towns in America that are starved out of yeah, water. Flint, I, that, that place in Jackson. The, yeah. The Swifties is uh, now. I don't think anyone should die going to a show. Well, their their big complaint, this kid's complaint, was that I called it uh, the R.I.P. Anna thing, uh, which didn't give enough gravitas to the person who died. And I was just like, okay, obviously that's a fair point, and I just left it at that, and then they never responded. But I looked at their timeline, and their timeline was just filled with bullshit takes on everything you know like you're like they, uh jay and silent bob uh you remember that you ever see jay and silent bob strike back yeah yeah uh, they, the oh uh, movie poop shoot.com yeah there was yeah. cool news basically and they uh would uh they see people making like fun of them or something yeah i read in the end of the movie Jane saw Bob show up at like kids houses and <laughs> I message boards and just beat the shit out of them it's like really funny <laughs> yeah no this was i mean because like i looked at i was like okay that is a fair point and i just left it at that but then i looked at their tweets and it was like all bullshit like making light of things that are serious and i was like look that's just how twitter works you know what i mean like yeah i don't, I don't know. really engage like yeah, I, I see people like leave like some asshole was tweeting out this thing uh this ai thing where he was correcting art and supposedly it was like a troll whatever I don't know. I retweet as like you're not a fucking artist. You don't even understand the original art. You're yeah. You know, said something else. And then I had people leave a comment like, "Oh, you fell for a troll, whatever." I'm like, dude, how is this any different than any of the other AI yeah. people? Yeah. If he's if he's claiming to be kidding, okay, but that's not how it comes off. 
It sounds like every other AI chud yep. who's not kidding. It does, yeah. Who thinks they are creating actual art when they're not. Like, I'm sorry that I missed the joke. Even had people agree with me who were like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, like yeah. this shit is prevalent. Like, there's you see these assholes all over Twitter and other social media, like posting their bullshit prompts and stuff and acting like they're artists. So sorry, I could I I didn't decipher the read the hundred yeah. Twitter thread to realize in the end, oh, this was a a, a clever trolling. Yeah, I mean that's I don't know. I, I don't have that much. Whatever. Time. I I, anyway. I didn't even care. I didn't respond back to anybody. I didn't. I just said, uh, like, I don't give a shit if it's real yeah. or not. Like, it's still this is how they all are. Mm-hmm. Like, well. and who knows? Like, maybe he started out and then he was like, "Oh shit, I'll say face by saying I'm kidding." Yeah, it could be. <laughs> oh no, uh, this is a clever troll on my part. <laughs> Yeah, we have we have a dish called steamed hams right here. So which borealis in this in your kitchen localized to your kitchen. Um, all right. So um uh, speaking, speaking of, of speaking of trolls, right? <laughs> speaking of flim flam and trolls, uh yeah, George Santos. Uh, announced that he's not going to run for re-election after a scathing ethics report where even Republicans were like, yeah, we got nothing. This guy's Did you like, see yeah. his tweet, though? Let, like, let me see if I can find a George Santos tweet of him like saying, like, I'm done. That's how I saw it. <laughs> like, saying, like, you're not going to attack me anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, where is it? It was from a couple of days ago. Oh, of course he's uh pimping uh oh, he's promoting that Millet or whatever this fucking name is that fucking Argentinian guy yeah That's uh well he he got nailed on this ethics report they said he basically like intentionally stole money he like it, it was really really bad um and the last I heard they're gonna they're gonna try to expel him again which may happen um I just I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm skeptical. Well, he announced he's not running for re-election, which yes. uh, means he's fucked, and yeah. uh, he'll probably be gone after Thanksgiving. It wouldn't shock me if he's. It wouldn't be shock me if he's not in Congress by next year. Uh, well, if he if he gets out of Congress, I mean, they they'll he'll probably be replaced with a Democrat. You yeah, know, have a special. I don't know. Election. That Kathy Hochul lady's uh, proven to be pretty shitty. Yeah, she is. But um, I, I would imagine a Democrat would take that seat. Yeah. And... So that'll cut the Republicans' margin even uh, thinner than it currently is. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going to come of that. But um, well, he is he, not running for re-election. So what? What came out though about him? They're they're really funny. There's three things, right? <laughs> uh, using campaign money for OnlyFans. Right. Well, Botox. Yo, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's something else he was using it for. He was using it for like designer clothes. Uh, uh, okay. Oh yeah. I'm like, where the fuck are you shopping though? Yeah. Frumpies. Live <laughs> 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 frumpies. The, the uh, like, you see that one picture where he's, he's wearing like this like beige sweater, and yeah, he looks like the uh, he looks so 
bizarre. Like I'm like, is this a is this a real photo? He's like so mish. Yeah. He looks like that guy. You ever see that guy who dances? He's like Middle Eastern or whatever, and he's like the uh rum shaking or whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Like, that guy's got a weird body. Like it's like he's yeah. fat, but he's not fat. It's right, right. It's a very strange shape, and he like dances and jiggles or whatever. That's what he looked like in that photo. I was yeah. like, "What is going on here? This is not real. This is not. This guy looks different in every photo." I've he seen. does. Sometimes he looks like a fat little guy. Sometimes he looks very gaunt. It's like, who is this person? Yeah, he's he so does have zelig. a zelig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just... Well, I said it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, he's, he's like a zelig-like quality to him. Um, he, he was he getting is... Botox with Lauren Bobert and Matt Gates. And you can see it. They all have the Botox eyebrows. Yeah. It's just so, so crazy. You know, I mean, like, I don't and know. Anyway. Campaign funds to watch OnlyFans. And supposedly the OnlyFans stuff he was watching was like old straight stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Those man. guys are weirdo, dude. He is so weird. There's, He's uh, it's got to be like six documentaries already being worked on for Netflix, Hulu. Yeah, all the networks are gonna have all. I mean, all the streaming channels are gonna have a fucking documentary, and I guarantee you, there's at least two TV, two movies being worked yeah. on as we speak. Yeah, he is a no he is a, way. This guy's a content machine. It's just such an interesting story. Even like I, I really hate the guy, but like it is fascinating. The whole thing's just like really fascinating. I would gladly have him in Congress though, over like. Matt Gates, Lauren yeah. Robert, or Marjorie Taylor Green. I would take like three George Santoses over those three. Yeah, you know? he, he's not like really ideological or anything. I mean, he's. I think he's like... a. He well, I mean, he is a piece of shit, and he's a liar and a scumbag. But those, those three are just like fucking yeah. impulsive. Yeah, I'm just um, saying. I don't want this. It's just if someone came up to me and like. Oh like, yeah, you had a choice. choice. It's only these two. You've got to clone George Santos three times. Right, Marjorie Taylor Green, Lauren Bober, and Matt Gates get to stay. And I don't know why the person saying this sounds like Alex Jones, right? right. But it makes sense because the idea of cloning, yeah, it does going on about gay frogs. <laughs> well, I would say is we use a gay frog to create George Santos. Yeah, of all the of all the Republicans we talk about in general, he's probably the least objectionable. Like for practical purposes, you know, he's I mean, just uh, yeah, but he's awful. I mean, when you read the story about the dog, oh, thing, yeah, the veteran, no, I mean, he's he's terrible, but that's, I mean, it's no, there still has to be a he's not the worst one, right? Yeah, he's no, uh, what's that guy's name, Mark, Mark, some the guy who got into a fight with that teamster, oh, M- Mark Wayne Mullen, <laughs> dude, that photo of him hiding during January 6th, yeah, yeah. What a fucking clown. Um, terrible. Yeah, the George Santos thing, I mean, I kind of had a feeling he wouldn't run again. I can't imagine. I just think he'd ever win. Yeah. Yeah, I would I mean, again, wouldn't shock me if he did win again, but not in that district. If he were like running in like, you know, Confederate County, Mississippi, or something, or you know, if you if you were running in like a a darker He's a little red. too out for them. I don't think they would like that. That's he would true. have to like, even though I'm sure he would also have like a, you know, 
a wife yeah a husband immediately yeah. <laughs> he'd switch out all the characters real fast yeah Oof. well um yeah he was never gonna win again uh, i don't Mike think Johnson. <laughs> um so yeah since he wasn't gonna win it this makes the most sense for him i guess and he's also uh, in like a lot of trouble i mean this is this, yeah this, the these are crimes yeah the yeah the crimes like the funny thing about the only fans thing or the fashion and the botox and all that like those are corrupt as well but it's funny that that's the thing that's going to do right it. not the actual literal 100 crimes that he's committing mm. but i mean yeah. campaign uh that is a crime and it's unlikely it's that he paid taxes funds. on any of those and I, gifts and i guarantee you those other three are fucking abusing campaign funds oh I yeah you. well that's what um basically sarah huckabee sanders is doing with her podium yeah. Three card Monty and so I mean it's so yeah. Uh did you see uh before we move on to the next thing, did you see what's his face putting out a book? Oh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It says my life in the sty hog hogboy <laughs> rittenhouse. Yeah, I wonder what this is gonna be about. Um I've had Tim talking about like yeah, uh, killing how people. horrible everyone was to Tim and how half the country was so mean to him for you know murdering people <laughs> yeah he's just disgusting Not treating him like the hero that newsmax says he is <laughs> yeah. i'm surprised he's maintained his fame for this long just because he's, oh, he's so done someone uh someone made, uh left a comment because i treated it as said like do literates buy books like <laughs> well they're gonna bu- would buy this like can they even read i guess uh, i mean would you want to hear an audio like yeah with him like would with, with him and that's when I, <laughs> my mom took me to defend the car, please. The last page is just like. Mice. And then Ricky Schroeder oh. blustered me. Oh. <laughs> I'd be actually kind of interesting if that was in the book. I would just like the last page to be where he says the the the, the, the that's all folks. <laughs> or that's where he goes, uh, and then I died. <laughs> I did post the dance. Howard has died. He entered a pork pie eating contest and <laughs> too many pork pies. <laughs> what do I put a piggy note? Like because the book is his face. And I gotta yeah. I gotta push out for the piggy nose on him. <laughs> like a little hog nose. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, it won't take me long to do. I haven't done it, but but uh, one of the people who followed me left a comment on it and said that they noticed that money must be running dry because he he doesn't have a blue check mark anymore. Oh wow! He was paying for it. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a blue check anymore. So I don't know. Feed is not what? cheap. What? <laughs> that feed is not cheap. Yeah, hog feed, <laughs> horse paste, and hog Slop. feed. <laughs> yeah well all right so um the the big news uh that happened over the weekend was that mike johnson unilaterally decided to release a lot of j6 tapes and uh the chuds everywhere immediately sprouted um giant uh woodies over this they were convinced that these tapes were going to show or reveal that um January 6th was an inside job and it was set up by the feds and they had all these uh d- different things going on. Um and uh 
they're enraged that people aren't exonerated because of these. Uh, and the, the footage is like, I don't know. It, nothing there's some footage that shows people just walking in the halls and they're like, you see, yeah. it's just a, he's, but then there's like tons of footage of like, People spraying mace on like cops yeah. and like beating the shit out of people and breaking shit. And the funny thing about this footage is it's like, oh, thanks, Mike, for all the footage. Uh, why don't you send that? Let the FBI look at it. Yeah. Open. I mean, it's like this bizarre, like, well, it's like, are they that stupid? Like, you just put out, like, you probably screwed over a couple of people that attended that. for sure the the two things i've heard that that i liked the most was the first guy some guy on twitter made a, a comment under it's like your honor why are you only looking at the five minutes of film in which i robbed the teller and not the 45 minutes in which i was driving to the bank you know like there's going to be a lot of film of people not committing crimes it wasn't non-stop crime committing there's probably also times where they were walking down the hallway or checking in with their parents or who knows what they were doing, you know? Um, and then the second one is like, uh, there was a debate where a guy said just what you said, people are going to be arrested because of this. And the Chud response was, well, the DOJ has had this the entire time, but it wasn't crowdsourced so that everybody could look at it. You know? Yeah. I mean, now... That, that's how all of these people got caught in the first place. It wasn't necessarily the DOJ, although that was a part of it. It was mostly their co-workers and their yeah. family members and people that knew them. Like, oh, that's that asshole who won't shut up at the bar about, like, gay frogs. Yeah. Oh, uh, and January 6th and he was smearing shit on the wall? Yeah. People just anonymously turned them in. You know, it was real easy. So, yeah, it's such a, I don't know. The idea that the Republicans decided not to distance themselves from January 6th, but then to try to martyrize the people and, and cry and complain that these good people who care about the country were so mistreated, the heroes like Ashley Babbitt. Like, it's insane how yeah. you would think that, like, after Trump losing, the January 6th would be this huge fucking embarrassment for the Republican Party. Right. Like, you just committed... You just aided and abated this this fucking failed team talk show host who game show host who threw a violent coup and you fully yeah. backed it, all the evidence is there. You would think they would like the not I would I would still suspect the nuts like Martell Green and sure Matt, a few um, of them yeah yeah but like the major the main the majority of the Republicans would be like distance themselves yes just backing slowly away but that's and, not and what's it was happened. insane and and then like or try to pick a couple of fall guys who actually you know like a couple of QAnon shamans and yeah whatever get try to get the blame on them but instead they're like pushing no antifa did it and it's like wait what so not to say that people who uh participate in antifa whatever the right wing thinks it is uh are biden supporters but I would imagine, to regardless of what some lefties might say, Biden winning uh, the presidency is more of a win for is a much bigger win for the left than if Trump kept the House. I mean, the White House. Right. That would be a major loss to all of the left. So why would they want to mess with the election and try to destroy the Capitol? 
when they already won already. It, yeah. It's such an idiotic, like, uh, I mean, they just don't want to, they're not going to accept it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, I the mean, thing, they literally it? the day of the event, everyone's like rooting it on, rooting it on. But then, like, by three o'clock, when like there's smoke coming out of the White House, out of the state, you know, the Capitol building, mm -hmm. broken glass, everywhere, all of a sudden, all these people turn into Antifa people. Yeah. It's weird how that works. It's crazy. You know, they hit the button, the Antifa button. <laughs> they literally were tweeting it that day, the right wing. They were saying that this was all Antifa that day. Yeah. And they still to this day push that. But you would think idiots like the Speaker of the House of the Republican Party would want to distance himself from January 6th. No. What, They've would, gone straight into it. Would use the type of dialogue like, you know, we came together and, uh, you know, Joe Biden is the president. Well, let's move on. You know, yeah, like, you right. think they just pull some bullshit, you know, try to downplay it and, uh, you know, belittle it as much as possible. But, like, no, they, like, triple down on it. and It's insane. It's really crazy. So, yeah, go ahead. Release all the footage you want, man. You're just going to get, like, more people arrested and, and, and good. Yeah, and honestly, like, I, I know that they, they're all amped up about Ray Epps, and they think that, like, th that some of these people were feds or whatever. Like, okay, if they were, then, like, I mean, like, I don't understand. Feds that protests all the time. Yeah. There's fed, fed. I went to a Democratic meeting in New York uh, during, uh, it was when the uh, Republican, uh, what was it? The convention was going on. There was a Democratic, oh, yeah, yeah, Democratic at a bar convention. in New York. And I remember this guy sitting next to me. This dude comes in. He wouldn't drink or anything. He wasn't getting a drink or anything. I'm like, this guy's cool. He was asking all kinds of weird questions. I'm like, this guy's a Oh, yeah. You've told me this cop. before. Yeah. That's a fucking cop. I'm like, I had nothing. I had no problem. I'm like, we're not doing anything fucking wrong here. We're here talking about like the. You know, we want to get Bush out of the White House, you know, right. like by voting for the other guy. Like, you know, it wasn't like they were planning some, right, uh, right, you know, Trotsky revolution or something. But the other guy was a fucking cop. Dude, these guys, these people either are lying or so naive and dumb. They don't realize that, of course, this is going to, Donald Trump, the, pre, the lo losing president, uh, announces he's going to do a huge rally the day the they're going to certify the president. When was the last time this has happened in the United yeah. States, where the losing president announces that he's going to have like supporters from all over the country get bussed in? When was the last time that happened? Yeah, it just uh, the whole on a, narrative on a is... basic on a on a thing that's never really been. Uh, thought about the certification. It was like, yeah, this is just a an afterthought. Yeah. The votes are in. This is just a thing. Okay, yes. Uh, blah 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 is the president of the United States. You don't think that any feds or any other agencies would be there to be like, yeah, what's going on here? Like, I don't know. Maybe the Camp Auschwitz guy might be uh, a right. bad. <laughs> Maybe we should look at the. Look, there's a guy walking around with a Viking helmet and he's screaming. And he yeah. had, he's holding what looks like a spear. Maybe well, look at it and see what's going on here. I, I think it's so stupid. It's such a dumb argument. There are there are all kinds of uh, investigate you know people that show up to uh, 
protests on both sides, mm-hmm. both sides, and they are a Fed or some, you know, a cop, underground, co- you know, undercover cop or something. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah, no, it is weird. It's uh, I'm I don't mind them releasing the tapes. I think the the funny part was that no no Democrats ever were against it. Um, aside from a couple real complaints, like, well, we don't want you showing like security procedures or you know footage of like secure rooms or anything like that. And, right. <laughs> uh, and it would have been nice if they left the timestamps on them because they've really kind of like gone out of their way to like creatively edit them but even so like you can release as many tapes as you want for every tape you show someone peacefully walking down the hallway you can find that same person like assaulting a cop on a different part of the video yeah, tape. punching you know someone I mean? breaking glass throwing yeah. something ripping up something up the wall yeah yep so um yeah the more the more tape the better keep it coming as, and again like, it's so disingenuous when you you see these Republicans try to downplay it and say it was peaceful. When you got like Josh Hawley running for his fucking life, yeah. uh, Mark Wayne, uh, Mullen, yeah. Bob Joseph, uh, cowering behind a chair, cowering behind a chair. Like these fucking people were scared. The only people that were not scared were like chuds like Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah. who were like, sitting there like laughing yeah. and spreading COVID. That was the other fucked up thing, was all these people were stuck in rooms. You know, like so many people got COVID that day because of mm-hmm. all the chuds that were, uh, were, you know, they weren't wearing masks. They were refusing to. Yeah. No. I don't know. It, and I dig this footage. Doesn't this footage just incriminate Trump even more? I would think so. I don't know if it necessarily incriminates Trump because he could easily say, well, I, I didn't tell him to do that. You know, um, I just think it makes it really hard for these people because like, the more any film any film you have of a person is going to help you identify them i do think more people are going to be identified and arrested because of these uh which is good um yeah but uh even if you even if you have like an hour videotape of someone just peacefully walking down a sidewalk that that doesn't mean that you didn't also see that person hit a cop with a folding chair you know yeah so yeah Uh, yeah yeah exactly i yeah i mean it's just weird like like a lot of these people genuinely believe that releasing these videotapes is going to prove something but it doesn't but again these people don't get i realize that like they face no no actions they don't face any consequence they could go on right-wing media they could go yeah. on and and the right-wing media will go and defend them it's actually kind of funny uh like you know, Joe Santos was screwed when he went on like Fox or whatever, and like Kennedy or whatever. Called yeah, him, yeah. Just said he, that he's just dishonest or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know he was fucked. Like yeah. they're not gonna defend him. Right. He's not really one of them anyway. So, yeah. uh, but like you know, they don't face any. They they create their own narrative. Yeah. All these different right wing media shows. Uh, even the so called uh, real press will bend to them as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, that new woman that took the place of Chuck Todd supposedly is making people wish yeah. for Chuck Todd. Supposedly she's awful. Welker, yeah. She's not been good. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not shocked by that. No. You know, it's kind of interesting. You know, a lot, I see, like, again, there was, like, more polls and, like, Biden's not doing right. But I, I think a lot of this stuff, Biden's proving to be more of a union president 
than any have been in years. And I get you, I think that this is an a corporate effort to make him look like he's less popular than he is. Yeah, I think he's I get the feeling he's a lot more popular than he really is uh portrayed in polls. Um I mean, there's only one way to find out, but we'll see. I, yeah, I, I, I agree just think though. like I think you know, scared. you know, obviously the Hollywood things, you know, the union thing, like that gets a lot of attention, but there's been a lot of big union wins under oh, the yeah. presidency. And I don't think sure. again, that's why I think there's so many bad faith leftists out there who like because you think they would be championing that, like a union. Yeah, yeah it's bullshit. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> it is. All right, well, our next, bullshit. our next topic is um Trump and his golden showers comments. <laughs> Yeah, that's hey, a weird one. He, he's at like a a rally or something. Yeah, he's just at some rally, and out of the blue, he starts talking about how like he'd never be into golden showers or whatever. And it's like it was it was just like jarring and like, well, no one was talking about that. So why yeah, are you... dude, why you know someone said like you know for I saw this guy on Twitter. I don't know what his name was. He said something like you know I was skeptical about the whole steel dossier yeah. thing, but you know. Five years later, I'm thinking that this shit was probably 100% true. At least that part of it, yeah. I mean, the guy's still talking about it. Um, I don't know. It just it adds up, too. That'd be something you'd be into, to be honest with you. Um, that wouldn't shock me one bit. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. So yeah, He likes the pee-pee. <laughs> well, Daddy Trump loves the pee-pee all over my face. Yeah, it's he just... Makes a, my hair look so golden. It's a weird it's story. golden from... What? It's a weird story, you know. Um, I mean, and regardless, it is one of the funniest things ever. Like, it is that that came out that he paid like Russian hookers to piss on him. I think the original the true story was he paid a Russian prostitutes to pee on a bed that Obama slept on at one point. Okay. Which to me is just weird. And That's weird. Yeah, I'm gonna show. He made fun of me at the press dinner. <laughs> he said my hair. Look like a dead animal. <laughs> I'm gonna show him. I think he slept in this room once. I'm gonna get a Russian hooker to pee yeah. in bed. Set game, set match. Right. Obama. Advantage Trump. Um I win again. <laughs> like I, I think it was something like that. Like I don't think it's I think then it kind of morphed into the golden shower thing. Yeah. The story about him paying a prostitute to piss on a bed that about that sounds like 100% true. Like that yeah. sounds like some weird thing he would have someone do. That's odd though. What a weird thing. Like I'm going to show him. Yeah. That's a very bizarre thing. He's like, uh, Donald, I've never <laughs> been to that hotel before. <laughs> it's a weird I have thing. No idea what you're doing. <laughs> It's weird too that that Trump is fixated on it for so long. I win you know? again. That's because Obama humiliated the fuck yeah, out of him. That, yeah, that day case. was so fucking funny. He ripped him to shreds. Trump literally announced that he was not going to run for president after that. Obama brought out because the whole long firm birth certificate. He, yeah. he released it that he's like, here it is, asshole. And then what happened the next day after he annihilated mm. Trump? Obama Osama bin Laden was killed. Oh yeah, like, I remember that. Right. The operation to get rid of Osama bin Laden. Did you see that weird shit about like uh some tapes or something, some letter that Osama bin Laden wrote? Yeah. 
he was getting around. Some people were like, gee, he was right, or whatever. Then some people were yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that I, I didn't read too much about that, but I did I, the headline I read that was about it was like a younger people are like more sympathetic to bin Laden than uh I'll than you say might that think. Is this. You know, take what you take what you read from him with a grain of salt. Sure. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> maybe this is a battle you should not. Right, there's right. other battles to be won this is not one to you just look like a fucking idiot yeah yeah um that's it is about bin laden he was just another rich kid who got poor people killed right yeah he got his own people killed he got our people killed he got like just another rich asshole came from a very rich family mm. he's a religious zealot yeah to everyone to live the way he did or whatever i don't know i never met the guy yeah <laughs> supposedly he had a lot of porn on uh there's like you ever read about that like you know he was just hanging like, out yeah like, i don't know where he was hanging out but he was hanging out like where, where'd they find him in pakistan or something yeah on the border of Pac- pakistan it's kind of funny maybe? for decade like a decade that he was like living there and it was yeah. just like it was always odd that he was taken out around that time i was like yeah fuck it let's get him been uh it's been 10 years you know right yeah he already snapped the fingers and wiped out half the humanity let's go get him there's a power surge in the border of pakistan yeah yeah Uh, i don't i don't know i don't know that necessarily people believe that uh younger people are sympathetic to bin laden but i do think they're sympathetic to like the notion that like um that it wasn't the, the the context of that was a little more new nuanced than maybe Wait, you're telling are you telling me that they didn't attack us for our freedom <laughs> yeah i think that's it is that like a lot of these kids have been for fucking big boomer babies but you don't attack us for our freedom yeah well that's it i mean like i think that's what happened like with the vietnam war is that like a lot of those kids were brought up on like a certain narrative about war and then they realized that that wasn't the case uh and that caused a big shift in the culture and i think that yeah like when people hear about like bin laden they're like okay like obviously he was a monster uh that should have been stopped but like if you look at the historical context there was some weirdness there you know like where he probably did have like i said he could be 100 right in his letter sure yeah but you know what yeah maybe not that one right maybe wait (laughs) like 30 more years and see if the See where the temperature lies on yeah. Bin Laden. For sure. Like right now, you look like you just look like a jackass, and you're hurting. Like it's just not a good name. I mean, like no, don't. It's yeah. a weird this, battle yeah. fight. I don't care if Osama Bin Laden was uh, right about everything in his letter or wrong about everything. Right. That's yeah. That's uh, besides the point. But <laughs> of course. The, never mind. I was going to make a joke about who should have been executed that day. It's still Team Six. All of a sudden, I get like knocked on the door. Right? It's Dick Cheney. All right. So we had um, election results in Argentina. Uh, Right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It went really well, right? They picked a competent person who's not. Well, no, they they picked like an app. No, they picked an absolute psycho. It looks like someone drew a face 
on a cantaloupe and then put a toupee on that cantaloupe. That's what this dude looks like. He's just super psychotic. He's like yelling all the time. He dresses up like a superhero. Yep. He smashes yeah. things with like a hammer or something. Mm-hmm. He's he's just real bizarre. And he's he's a libertarian who wants to get rid of the central bank, replace their currency with the dollar, and then outlaw all abortion. Um which is a bunch of things that don't necessarily go together, you know. No, but he, that makes no sense. That's not what yeah. a libertarian is, but whatever. He has but then again, his... I don't know what a libertarian is. That's true. <laughs> I feel like it changes on whoever claim whoever is deciding to claim they're a libertarian. Yeah. Thing. Well, we talked we talked a little bit before we started recording about how Argentina, like historically, they've had a lot of Nazis, and you know, it's a, a weird country, their inflation is sky high. So it doesn't surprise me that they're looking around for something different, like what politically. is this guy gonna do? He came What's in, he's he like, do? I'm just gonna cut everything. Yeah. He's I mean, it's just... all social services. He's like, gonna close. Uh, like, dude, you're just making it easier for like corporations to come in and just yeah, rape the country more and more. Like, come on, the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's just such a I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's I don't such know. Such a, uh, a, a ravenous looking psychopath. It's crazy. It's like, where do they grow these people? And then like <laughs> his uh. First, what the first lady is his sister, yeah. <laughs> that just sounds really kind of sad. At the same it time, it does. It sounds Weird. like, like, uh, uh, Jamie and what's her face from Game of Thrones, uh, yeah, yeah, Cersei. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the Lannisters, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I get why argentina would go for this guy i mean like uh it's, i mean are they known for ever picking someone who's not a fascist no i mean like but like three years ago they they voted to have abortion rights you know i mean like they've they've done some better things lately well this guy uh, is such a complete joke like he's like yeah. a cartoon it's like if somebody said hey you know what trump what if we made a bunch of different trumps and yeah, one, this Trump is the uh the googly eyed Trump. Yeah, the right ones too. Are you yeah. telling me that you made someone that is stupid as fuck? Like that's kind of what he is. He's like the googly eyed Trump. From he Trump. is. He he looks just like unhinged. Um, a lot of his policy plans seem unhinged. Uh. Like if he wasn't a complete fascist, he could have been like in a pretty cool band in like the yeah. early seventies. Like sure. everything, it looks like he could be like in some like British uh, rock band. Yeah, like a, a uh, like a third guitarist for a touring version of the Monkees or something. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not on stage either. No. He plays in the background. Yeah, it's like a guitar tech gets on stage every now and then. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just looks like trouble, you know. And... Like, this gets into power, it's absolutely insane. He like dresses up like a superhero, yeah. He's just he he looks so weird all the time. When they said um, if like Reddit was a person or something, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could see that, yeah. Well, I you know, I don't want to be like one of those people who be like, guys, we can't be voting because not everyone voted for him. But do you know what the what did they release, like what the percentage was? uh let's see um i don't know i if they did i didn't see it uh let's see argentina 
Argentina election results. Um, the Libertarian, he won. Jeez, let's see. Uh, he got 56%. His opponent got 44%. So it's uh, a pretty sizable win. I mean, it's not yeah, like crazy. But... What it gets. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, if we, you know, people are like, oh, you can't say that. You got upset when people said that about America, about the United States with Trump. No, no, it's different. Trump didn't win the popular vote. He, yeah. he, he got in with the college by the uh, electoral college by stealing the Rust Belt by a couple of thousand votes. That was it. Yeah. You didn't win the majority lost by three and a half million votes. Well, I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going to go on with Argentina. I, I don't know if it's like part of a wave of governments like this springing up in South America, which would be really scary, or if it's just limited to like what's going on there, uh, which I I hope so. Um, it's yeah, weird. yeah. No, sometimes like it's good to pay attention to these presidential races and stuff because they can be infectious. And oh yeah. You know, around the time Trump won the presidency, he or stole it, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, there were a whole bunch of like fascist people who came into yeah. power at that time or were coming into power. It was like a like Marie Le Pen, who was like one of the yep. worst fascists. She was trying, she keeps running for president or whatever they call it in France. She was in uh the, the Trump building around that time. Like yep. I mean, like they're all working together. It's like one big fascist movement. It's just, it's insane that Trump's part of it. I just find that yeah. still so bizarre. Oh. I would have never have thought, like, like would he have been a horrible president either way? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's like a sure. joke. Probably, but I would yeah. If you told me that he would be so, like, I mean, we all knew he was kind of, like, he has a racist, prompt, racist practices yes. like real estate. But if you told me that he would just be so out in the open, like I saw big, big, good people on both sides referring to yeah. Nazis, natural yeah. Nazis. I would never have thought that. I thought that was so crazy. Yeah, it is bizarre. Um, I don't know. I mean, it is. Well, speaking of bizarre, oh, we yes. talk about urine fetish. Oh, yeah. Oh, what did he say that he would never do the urine thing because he uh, he's a germaphobe or something? Yeah. Like that. Would want but like urine is pretty sterile from what I remember. Yeah, you'd think um, he'd be all into that then. Yeah. Or he all might. Right. Yeah. Speaking of scams. Uh, yes. The Texas school vouchers. So. Yeah. Go ahead. You're from you live in Texas. So. Yeah. Tell us. Well, the. <laughs> Greg Abbott and a few of the other Republicans wanted to put in a voucher system where basically any parent could get a check for like $10,500 if their kid went to a private school. And the idea is that why should you pay for taxes if you're not going to have a kid there uh, and that you could take that money and move it to a private school. And, and um, the knock on yeah. those is that the private schools, um, A, don't have to play by the same rules as any other school, you know. Yep. They can say, well, we're not taking any kids with disabilities or we're not taking yeah, any deaf kids or whatever. Um, and uh, Which means they don't have to spend money on like providing like ramps or anything like that. It's not yeah. just so simple as like, oh, we just don't want those kids because uh, it could affect the learning process. It's more like we don't want to. This is a profit making comp uh, business. And if we have to install things like ramps or make things easier for kids to get around in a wheelchair. That's less right. money that we're collecting in the end of the year yeah. for each quarter. 
well, this um this was gonna be that type of voucher deal where they they anybody could get 10 grand. Like if I wanted to send my kid to a private school, I could pull her out of public school, get a check from the government for 10,500 and then apply that towards a private school tuition or something like that. Um, but it failed. It failed the Texas House. Uh, and it's not going to be a law here in Texas. And it was an odd mix or an odd coalition of really conservative Republicans in rural areas and progressive Democrats in urban areas. The reason being is if you live in Hogs, Nards, West Texas, and there's one public school in your neighborhood. Hogs, Nards? <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> And there's no private schools, then you don't. There's there's no point in those that money. Like if you yeah. don't have private school options, then that's not doing you any good. So you're saying that's the only reason why, uh, obviously, besides Democrats, the only reason why yes. was because of the rural areas in Texas. R rural Republicans didn't want money taken from their public school because the public schools all they had. Yeah, they didn't have a good private school option. If they had private school options, they probably would have taken that money gladly. And left public schools out. Well, to that's drive. why I always say, like, it's like a wake up call when you see all these like working class people who vote Republican, and it's just like, dude, what do you like? I mean, listen, are the Democrats perfect anyway? No, it's sure, a lot yeah. of like, not far from it. But this is like on a whole other level. Like, yeah. you have somebody who decided to make one of the big legislative moments to strip your community of its schools. Yeah. Or fuck with the budget to the point where the schools can't function properly. Yeah, and that's really what what the Texas GOP has done in a lot of uh, instances. But um, this was a big win. I mean, it's it was not a, a done deal by any stretch. Uh, yeah. And like I said, it was only a win because coincidentally, the rural Republicans' agenda aligned with the Democrats. You know, they like their public schools. It, they like their football teams. And especially like if it's schools. like one of these towns that only has like a couple thousand people living yep. there. Like, That's the only important. It's the only game in town. Yeah. The school, so that could, the school could be putting the town on the map. Like, like yeah. you said, if they win a big game in a, like in an area or whatever, that's a, that's a big thing for the town. Yeah, for they sure. Probably get them some money in the town, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked by this. This is like when Bush won in 04 and tried doing a, you know, social security scheme to get yeah. people to, you know, none of the, like, that's the joke about these Republicans. That's why I always like when Simpson talks about like the Republican debates. He said that when you listen to these uh, candidates talk, yeah. these debates, it could be the same thing from 30 years ago. If they're talking, they, there's no new ideas. They're, they're still trying to push the same kind of scams and schemes. Yeah. Some kind of tax thing, some kind of, you know, like you said, some school vouchers. They constantly talk about it. It's funny. They talk about it all the time. Didn't I mean, Ron DeSantis is trying to do that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. In Florida, for sure. Florida has a ton of uh, charter schools. They really do. Like even in, in like relatively poor neighborhoods, they have them. Um, and I think, I don't, I don't know this for sure, but I think they wanted to be able to, uh, if you homeschooled your kids, you could just keep the voucher, you know? And put it towards crayons or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, jello burger, jello shots. <laughs> it is frustrating. Um, all this should have just been like easily uh, addressed. You know, like there shouldn't be vouchers. There shouldn't be 
but that's been a scheme um, that the right's been pushing yeah. for decades, like forever. They want to get rid of the public education. They hate it. Yeah. There's well, so many reasons, like you said. One of them, uh, you know, it's uh they don't want to pay taxes towards it. That's the yeah. main one. They all they don't want to have to integrate. They don't want to have to, you know, have every religion there. You know, right. they don't, yeah. And again, not spending money to provide, uh, you know, ramps. Yeah. For sure, um, no. Table people or, you know, bars, resting areas, mm. anything that would help improve the condition for people who were not given an even. Yeah. Uh, even. Like on the on a physical. No, I'm not talking about yeah, like. No, like so, not, yeah, they weren't given an even shape. Disabled. Yeah. Like. That just sucks. Yeah. Well, well that, good. I'm glad it lost. And yeah, have it. I mean, it's he's garbage yeah i am real glad it lost obviously i don't know what it means going forward i mean they, this seems like they could put it up next year and it might pass or is he who done knows? He, um, for election next year right yeah i think so oh no no he's not wait do you mean oh i'm sorry do you mean for the year like legislatively for the no, year governor is he oh. he has to, what 2026 when did he get in uh that's a good um that's a good when question did, uh, he yeah he won against uh fucking what's his face right you know. Oh yeah. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Never mind. You got him for another like three years. So. Oh, oof. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> how was that? Uh, one guy doing against Ted Cruz. That um. Colin Allred. Yeah, I haven't does, seen. Do you think any... he stands a chance? I do. I think if anyone does, he do, he does. Um, he's pretty well known. Um. He is popular, you know. Um, he seems to have like a good network, like a ground game. Um, I think he's got a chance as much as anyone. We'll see. I, so. I mean, it's yeah. Vickers um, is such a horrible person that it would be awesome yeah. to see him lose. It'd be satisfying. Yeah, for sure. Lose. For sure. Uh, I think to topple Ted Cruz, you just have to be. You have to be good, but you also have to be a little lucky. I mean, it's just hard to beat incumbents. So, but it's doable. Yeah, I I still think Beto was the best chance, and I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, he um, I think that Vanity Fair piece kind of stalled his career. You know, as far as that sure. goes, uh, Beto. Uh, remember, he did a Vanity Fair piece where he was like the nation's future and he's kind of like and there's a, even a, a sub article in there where it's like every time we've run a uh a cover story like this the person is like lost or whatever um mm -hmm. and it just kind of like it was this in 18 or 2022 2022 and it made it uh oh i'm talking about when he ran against ted cruz though yeah okay that's a good point yeah he that was his best shot and he should have won that so. he should have went after what's his face Instead of running for president, he should have went after. Because uh, it was two years later, it was uh, Cornyn. Oh right? yeah, yeah. He should have. He he bit off more than he can chew. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well. And, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess we're on to the last thing. Yeah. Is uh pretty gross. This one's. Yeah. There's a lot here. We uh, talked about this last one, right? We talked about like. Elon Musk, like, 
responding to an actual Nazi and like yes. kind of agreeing with them. We did talk about that, but but at he was the like time, posting Pizza Gate stuff today, supposedly. Yeah. At the time, uh who was the first company to stop advertising? Was it Apple? Apple, IBM, uh a whole bunch of like movie studios. Yeah. Uh, technology. They all said they're not advertising on uh Twitter anymore. And of right. course they're like put out like we need to save Twitter. All these right wingers like we're putting in yep. this X amount of money. Doesn't even come close to like what Apple no. is paying. Like these this is uh I mean I would say like is it done? I mean it's not healthy. No. Um it's not healthy for the uh for the platform to lose all your major advertisers. And they said that if Apple is not doing ads on it, there's also a good chance. They might boot it out of the fucking app store. Yeah, that'd be good. They should. Um, I, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I get that any social media, you're going to have trouble controlling everything everyone says. But, but um, the head of it shouldn't be agreeing. Right. That's boxes. the thing. That's the thing. Is that, like, um, I can't even think of a good example. But, like, people understand, like, mistakes and things slipping through the cracks. But they don't understand um people who deny that such things are happening you know and yep. refuse to do anything about it which is kind of like elon's just making it worse he has like really shitty takes uh he puts up on twitter all the time it's that one he's, where he's yeah they're just like like garden variety racist tweets for the yeah most he's part. like agreeing it's not even just that even if he's not tweeting he's giving away the game because he's liking uh or he's leaving comments like you're correct and to like literal Nazis. And then they have the goal to pretend that they're against anti-Semitism when it's like, come on, yeah. I don't even understand that fucking lady that works for him. What a joke. Yeah. So-called CEO, whatever. I mean, I thought if she was a real serious person, I'd be on the phone with him right now and being like, I am fucking dumb. If you if you keep if you keep retweeting Nazis, liking their shit responding to their stuff or requoting yeah. them and talking about how they are correct i am gone right it's it, this isn't hard you know i mean i think um, she's just a joke she's not a real she's not really in charge of anything well i don't know i mean i think some people like i've seen some people that are pretty high up in an organization really detached from reality it may it may be entirely possible that she does not see what we're seeing and it's yeah, not curious I mean, I about that. it. I believe yeah. that. And it's not curious about it. He probably agrees with it. like half of it anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it just seems, all that seems plausible plausible to me. Um, what did she be, used to run? She ran something else, but it was like awful. Uh, yeah, I want to say it was something to do with Microsoft. Um, uh, I don't know. Let me see. I don't even know what I'd look up for her. Uh, let's see. It's like a three-part name, if I remember right. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, anyway, I mean, it's... It's, it's fucking the, useless anyway. Yeah, the point is that they... They're just... They're just doing what Elon wants them to do. And this woman, I think she may even think she's fighting the good fight. But um, if she thinks that, it's because she's in a bubble. 
So yeah, well, they said that like uh, you know, of course they're like pissed off. They're like, this is against freedom of speech. Like yeah. a company yeah. advertising on you, like deal with it, dude. They're, you're yeah. not entitled to get money from these companies. No, like, they don't. You know, the main thing they said is we don't want our, uh, an advertisement as being next to a Nazi. Yeah. No. Um, and t- Twitter has gotten that way. Twitter's filled with really rough, nasty comments. You know, there's no moderation anymore. You can't, you, it doesn't work to report people because Elon will probably just retweet them. Um, it's tough. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. we'll see what happens. Uh, did you order your cyber truck yet? No, I didn't. I that that picture you did of a cyber truck was great. It reminded me of like last year's model on a Disney special about cars, you know. Like uh, I uh took the cyber truck and I drew Elon Musk's like facial features on yeah. it. <laughs> it was really good. And uh it's kind of gross looking at the end. Um what the, I saw a thing that said like the people there's like uh if you try reselling this car the people who got it and you try mm-hmm. you cannot resell it until a year later oh they could find you 50 grand if you resell it oh i wonder why because uh well one i think they don't want people to uh you know scalp the you know like okay sure because then yeah. they'll charge like an excess amount of money and now so yeah yeah that makes sense um I just figured they don't want you exposing what a piece of shit that car is <laughs> to more people. That makes more sense. <laughs> what a joke, man. Yeah, he's just kind of gone off the deep end. Um weird. Like, didn't they they said that the type of material that it uses yeah. will rust out it for a couple of years, no matter oh, what. Geez. It's like a stainless steel thing. Like, you ever have like any stainless steel appliances? Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what they look like when you first get them. Yep, and then what they look like <laughs> seven like months, months later. Yeah, yeah, we have a couple like that. Um, I don't know. I, it, it's her, yeah, I don't know about taking. Huh? Yeah, I was just. I'm trying to like figure out how to, to frame it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All you know what? I think uh, uh, the uh, turkey is calling me. Yeah. Oh. You gonna, do you do a big turkey for Thanksgiving? Uh, I mean, it's just the three of us this year. So we're just going to like uh, do a slow cooker yeah. breast. Have you done the, you've done the deep frying before, haven't you? I never actually made the deep fried. I would go this, there was this Cajun place in. Oh, uh, that's right. Texas I would go to every year and it was always good. Like it, it was great. And that left, it was uh, the, the, it's so funny how sometimes food is better when you reheat it the second time. Yeah. Like funny. I made this like chili, not recently. And it was fine. It was good. But, you know, but my, my wife both agreed like the next day when I reheated yeah. it, like in the pot. Like, Flavors have had time to work with each other. Yeah. And... Like it wasn't so wet, it was less wet. Yeah, yeah. Madam Webb's didn't weave her web. Into it. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that in there all the time. Madam Webb weaves her web into the, uh, yeah, like all the flavors, like you said, it all like it just was so much richer. It tasted so much yeah. better. A little uh, more depth. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's like that too with any like the fried turkey or like even the turkey I'm gonna make. Like it'll be good and mm-hmm. it's similar, you know, slow cook it with like 
but man, when I reheated like that second day, yeah. and, like fat and everything you know, <laughs> together, it's just like it's not it's not as wet. <laughs> yeah, right. Wet meat. What are you are you gonna do anything or yeah, we traditionally make there's a couple things we make. Um uh we're making lasagna this year. Uh man we lasagna. Garfield over. I know, right? Um uh, and it's pretty good. We we made lasagna last year. Here, uh and it was real good. Um some years we make a I make a butternut squash risotto that's pretty good sometimes. Sounds um good. but uh yeah, we're just gonna keep it easy. It's only it's the three of us again this year too. Uh, we used to year after year go to uh, Michigan for Thanksgiving uh, to oh, spend it with my wife. Yeah, but um, we haven't done that in the last few years. Just you know, life gets a hold of you, and um, so but it's good. Is that line, like, life gets life comes at you pretty Ferris fast, Bueller or something. Yeah, it's from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> but uh, I like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, like like I've said, you and I talked about this last year. It's one of the few holidays that's like not terribly commercialized you know there's not much to it there's no gifts there's no like i've seen people decorate but it's not like a big decorating holiday. a lot of movies usually for it i mean there's yeah. a thanksgiving I, horror movie that came out this year oh yeah yeah pilgrim or Eli Roth made it. yeah it's like a it was from that uh the, yeah the, the grindhouse the, grindhouse it was yeah. one of the trailers from grindhouse yeah well, right. I, I heard it wasn't good. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. I mean, I'll, plane, I'll see it when it's on. Like, maybe I'll watch it on streaming or something next year. Or whatever. But we watch um, planes, trains, and automobiles. That's oh like, yeah. Oh, I need to post that. I have a yeah. That, oh yeah, that's a great. It's a Thanksgiving movie. It's one of the only. It is probably the movies. best Thanksgiving movie. And yeah. again, you know, like I said, I always like Thanksgiving because it was like growing up, uh, being Jewish and like not, yeah. not having like being around a lot of like uh people who celebrate christmas we didn't celebrate christmas but thanksgiving was like a holiday that like it was more like an american secular holiday. yeah yeah and it's funny too because its origins are like not it's like fucking pilgrims they're like yeah this, like, what were they like some like arch conservative like uh psychopathic religious people weren't they like yeah super we like the joke is like england was like dude you guys are nuts get out of here like was that like the real reason it wasn't like but, yeah um but this yeah, i mean like the, the story king is not letting us wear a cool little hat and our belt buckle and our little and our and a, and a onion on a string um it's a I, I like it because even if it's a, a lot of bullshit or whatever the whole theory behind it isn't necessarily about colonialism or anything like that it's like the, the stories they tell you, even though they're not like 100% true, were, <laughs> were more like, you know, the, the Native Americans and the pilgrims kind of came together and exchanged food and gave thanks. And I know that's not really what happened, but it's no. like, um, but it's like, you know, they gave least... a bunch of blankets filled with diseases from Europe. <laughs> but yeah, but at least you're teaching your kid like, uh, it, it, it has like a noble sentiment behind it. It's secular. It's not commercialized. It's got a lot more going for it than most holidays. We'll put it. I way. like the the best Thanksgiving story is the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, story <laughs> where Pepper and Patty imposes on Charlie Brown to make her a Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, feast. and they try their darndest. They were given one. They are yep. small children. I think they're no they are. Like yes. eight or nine years old. Uh, the chef was a dog. 
True. His friend who was a bird. Right. I would say they did an amazing job. Yes. Popping that popcorn. And I don't know what else they had. And Patty shows up. See, I think this is like a perfect example, really, what's going on here. Pemmer Patty is the pilgrims. Uh, and she came in. She's like, where's the pumpkin pie? <laughs> That's where's right, yeah. The where's the... And then she slaughtered all the peanuts. Woodstock. Woodstock. What? Yeah, Woodstock, Woodstock and uh, Snoopy were killed in action. Uh, but no, nah, it's, it's like a it's like a good little moral in the end. Yeah. Like, no, don't fucking impose yourself and expect people to make you a feast on Thanksgiving. I don't think that's yeah. the message. I think it's something to do with just like a, even meager means or yes. You know. Well, it is it is a good holiday, and I always like it. And um, and uh, Not it's like for everyone, though, but it, no, it's no, 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 around this time of year, holidays can be pretty tough on people. Yeah, um, it they might not even realize it, and then like they go out and they. It's just a, it can affect people in a bad way. Yeah, too. no, I, 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 that's same, not everyone's in the same place. Um, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> so it this just sounds like people waging their war on Thanksgiving. No, my God, I war on <laughs> didn't uh, didn't they try doing that, Fox? Didn't they try doing the war on Thanksgiving too? I don't know. <laughs> they do the war on Christmas, and that's like an yeah. they start that like. Even Soon. before like Halloween's over, I think. Yeah, well, it's it's usually like their first story on Black Friday, uh, the the shopping day after Thanksgiving, where they lament the commercialization of Christmas uh, and how it should really be about uh, something much purer and simple. Yeah, bullshit, whatever. <laughs> and then they tell you to like go to their merch store and buy all their bullshit. right, but, yeah, buy buy a new Tucker's pooper scooper. But Tucker's on Fox anyway. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, see, there's think another thing. <laughs> I think Tucker Carlson passed away, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not gonna look it up. I could, but nah. Why should I? Yeah. I know. Well, he we we report. You decide. Is he? Is yeah. He exactly. Fair and balanced, buddy. Maybe he's alive. Maybe he's dead. I have no idea. Yeah. Right. You know. John Fox. As far as I know, he's right. He left. Not he's on the dead. blaze. What? Not on the blaze. Yeah. It's on yeah. The blaze. What a stupid name. It is stupid. I have an idea for a company. <laughs> oh yeah, we want to call your uh rank wing outfit. Uh uh the beckoning hour. Yes. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Glenn TV. No. The Blaze. Yeah. Well, that sounds kinda it does. <laughs> yeah. Sounds blazing. <laughs> it sounds a blazing. Yes. All right. Well, all right. Well, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't let the, you know, uh, enjoy this time however you do it. Don't hurt anyone. Because that could be someone's enjoyment. (laughs) Sorry. Do that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Joseph. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. To me. To you, to you and your family. You, oh, you Rob, and your family. Oh, thank you. You didn't address me by my name, so I don't... I <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little ambiguous. Talking. Happy Thanksgiving, Rob. <laughs> oh, thank... Oh, ooh. Now I can have one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and happy Thanksgiving to you, uh, Jelly, the cat that's probably somewhere in the background. Right? Yeah, oh... Uh, jelly? That, 
flat-headed menace. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you, and have a great day.